Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Beware the Board. This is a special episode. We're joined by a couple, a guest, <laughs> a guest. Is it me? Yeah, Ben's the guest. Hi, everybody. Uh. This is Bob, and you just heard Ben. But we also have. Oh, is this where I introduce myself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Abby. I'm Bob and Ben's supervisor at work. You yeah. might have heard her last week. Last week In when our, we watched our actual episode. If you're cool and listened. <laughs> nice. Uh, we watched what the how you said Poughkeepsie. The Poughkeepsie tapes. Poughkeepsie. We don't need to say the name. We watched a movie about some tapes. <laughs> That's all yeah. I have on the subject. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It was about a blockbuster. <coughs> yeah, a blockbuster that so no one should have seen. Today, we're watching another movie. We're watching a different movie. It's not a normal board episode. This is a special episode that Ben has carefully curated for Abby. I'm going to be honest. I just wanted to watch this movie. (laughs) Well, I was trying to build it up, Ben. You didn't have to fucking ruin the illusion. Well, I I asked, like, hey, what are you okay with seeing? That's what I'm saying. Well, I think she'll like the movie. I hope so. I hope she likes it it more than the last one. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I think it'll be... An interesting experience. I'm realizing our track record with guests has been, they just, like, oh, at least this wasn't like Ashley. Ashley hated the movies. Yeah. Just because she was bored. Yeah. yeah. Abby just had a terrible time. See, but that's good. And that's then we at least had... a time. <laughs> and when we got Penn Station, they fucked it up her order. Time. She's having a horrible day. Yeah. I'm sorry, Abby. So maybe maybe this will seal the deal. Listen, I've slept seven hours over the past two days. Mm. So awesome. I'm just, I'm here. Chilling. Chilling. Grilling. And grilling. Maybe killing. No killing. Nope. Don't kill anybody. We already talked please, about that. I said I no. am not and never will be a serial killer. <laughs> That's true. We have <laughs> that on recording. Because I would suck at it. Really? You think so? Oh, I don't have the patience for it. That's fair. Neither do I. I don't have the patience. I don't have the motivation. I'm so fucking lazy. <laughs> do you like, have the- I would be the nice. worst serial killer ever. Do you have I would the upper caught. body strength, though? No. Oh. Mm. See, Trent no could be a serial strength. killer if he really tried. No. You don't think so? Trent doesn't believe in guns. That's fair. Trent doesn't believe in guns. You're right. I hadn't thought about that. So? so? Yeah, I don't know. Th- that does not the line up well Ed, with serial killer. Ed yeah, he never used a gun. gun. Yeah, but... He used blunt force trauma I'll be honest and here. Needles, If you're morally oh okay with murdering someone, you are, murder- you are morally okay with owning a gun. Just as a general rule of thumb. Usually. The opposite way? Not necessarily true. Yeah, definitely but not. owning a gun is... Nowhere compared to murdering someone. Sure. I mean, I own a gun. I never killed a person. Yeah, me too. As we've already very clearly established. But if you killed someone, what's the worst thing you're going to do with a gun? I don't know. Kill someone else. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) I hadn't considered. This got very off track. No, it happens. Well, I'm waiting for you guys to ask what movie we're watching. Oh, what movie are we watching, Ben? Oh, that's such a great question, (laughs) Abby. We're watching Audition. I've never heard I've heard the name. I've never heard of this. I've heard. Oh, I don't know if I've heard the name for a good reason or a bad reason. Uh, very funny. We're recording this using Audition as well, by the way, just so you know. Wait, is this the oh, foreign oh. film? It is a foreign film. Okay. There's. Oh, it's foreign. It's from like the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Yeah, it's from 1999. Okay, that's fuck. This is embarrassing. Do yeah. you want to know why I know this movie? Why? Okay. Because there's a My Chemical Romance music there video. There is a that My is Chemical based Romance off video. The movie. Is that the only it, reason you chose it? No. I okay. really No, like but this that's movie. the only reason I fucking know the movie. That's very funny. Because I loved that music video and mm. I remember I would read through the comments as I would and people were like, "Oh yeah, this is based off of 
Is it Japanese, right? It's a Japanese film. This is our first J horror movie. Based Whoa! off of a Japanese you horror film called The bitch. Audition. Japanese horror is horrific. J horror. It's one of the, some Great. of the scariest shit I've ever I've ever like witnessed. What have you seen? None of it. I'm scared. Oh, well, some see, of the scary shit I've heard about. <laughs> based off the music video, I have maybe an idea. Not really. Maybe. Are there any tentacles in this movie? Probably not. Yeah, we're watching Possession. I lied. Yeah. Abby, we almost watched a movie where someone... We did not. I wouldn't do that I'm actually excited about this. Because... This one's fun. I like the music video, and I always thought, huh, maybe I'll watch that movie one day. Okay. Here we are. Can we talk about Possession for a second? (sighs) Is that a movie? I wouldn't do that to Abby, mostly because I don't know if that would have been a comfortable experience. Yeah. So there's this movie called Possession that we're going to watch eventually. At least I want to watch it, because it seems cool. Okay. I mean, you you've talked it up. It seems like a cool movie. It's just weird. Um, there's I'll, a yeah. Thank there's explain. a very graphic sex scene with a tentacle monster. Oh no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm excited for this one. Okay. I'm not. So the I'm, description. Okay. Abby, I'm pretty sure you know very little about this movie. Yeah, I literally just saw a music video that's allegedly based on it, so I probably don't know shit. All right. The description. A man arranges a fake audition to find a new wife. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That was the vibe I That's got from the, the music vibe, yeah. video. The length? One hour and 55 minutes. Oh, it's fuck, that's long. It's rated R. Its IMDb score is a 7.1 out of 10. Oh, it's oh. pretty okay. Its tomato yeah. meter is an 83. Oh, people like Damn. this movie. And its okay. audience score is an 80. Hmm. Well, I that's feel like really we're going to have a better time. Already? Bob, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a great time. We're not going to nearly throw up. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it'll be okay. I have a stomach full of food now, and I would not like to throw it up on the podcast. For awards, it has four wins and five nominations. Oh. Its wins are the International Fantasy Film Award, special mention to Takashi Miike, the Jonju Film Festival Audience Award in 2000, again to Takashi Miike, the FPRESCI Prize to Takashi Miike, for narrative freedom, technical mastery of the genre, and inventive of important new and prolific director. That's a lot of shit. Those and are very descriptive a, awards. That one was yeah. for like, uh, it was a prize, like a raffle. They looked at a bunch of films. And then the K and F award to Takashi Miike. Or Damn. Miike Takashi, because Japanese. Yeah. Interesting. All right, I'm excited. You say you're excited. I'm fucking scared. I because my only other Japanese horror movie I can think of is what The Ring. Uh, Venga. Uh, yeah. yeah, The Ring. That the Ring's w- the American one. Yeah, that'll that if it's well, on there's The Grudge too. Yeah, there's uh, both of those, and I'm just like I don't really know the difference between the two. What The Ring um, and Grudge? Yeah, I know what The Ring's about. Don't know what The Grudge is about. Uh, don't care. Similar don't know. concept. Scary um, woman. Not well. Scary guess, woman not, with long, very, freaky hair. That's raw. very general, yeah, yeah, but I don't know a ton about the movie, so I can't really explain um, it. We'll leave it until we do J-Horror. Yeah, when we get there. I, I just yeah. Japanese I horror scares you. me because I know it's very good. You know what I mean? I like it. I am just glad because this isn't a demonic possession movie. I don't know why you didn't pick demons. Because why the fuck would I pick demons? Because those are movies are fun. No, they're not. Not for me. <laughs> they're not fun for you either, Bob. Bob, I have a fear of demons. I had a good time last time. I, I have a fear of demons fear. too. A big fear. Mm. I am worried that I'm going to get possessed. I have been worried about this since I was a child. <laughs> I, I do not fuck with demons whatsoever. I mean, I don't either, but we haven't watched a really, really scary demonic possession movie yet. Yeah, so knowing me, <coughs> I would pick the one that is really scary. I don't know if there are any on there that are actually I, that scary. Look at the one I picked for 
pseudo doc. Well, yeah. Well, that was horrific, but that wasn't a scary movie. That just ruined my night. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited too, but I'm also fucking horrified. Yeah. What can go wrong? What can a, be worse? A lot. A lot could be worse. So Ben, you haven't seen this movie then, or I've have you? Se- I've seen this. He's movie. seen everything. Oh, we're okay. Watch. Yeah. Do he screams. He just everything. wanted to rewatch it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, I I feel better. Do you want me to go over people in this? Sure. I'm sure, you it's a bunch of Japanese of people them. that I won't know. But let's not. go. But uh, I'm gonna read names, <laughs> Japanese style. So okay. last name, first name. Uh, Ishibashi Dio as Aoyama Shigeharu. Uh, he was Nakagawa in The Grudge. Oh. And The Grudge 2. Uh, Shina Ehi as Yamazaki Asami. Uh, she's also played Ruka in Tokyo Gore Police. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awesome. And then Kunamura Jun as Yoshikawa Yasuhisa. And uh, he's boss Tanaka in Kill Bill Volume 1. I've never seen Kill Bill. That's I disappointing. I've only seen one scene. I don't remember which Kill Bill movie it was from, but I walked in my parents' room, and there's a scene where one woman is stabbing a fucking samurai sword into another woman's eyeball. Oh, I think that's the first one. And I left the room. Mm. That's how my fear of eye things developed. I thought we were going to get obliterated by eye stuff in that last movie. I thought those needles were going right in our eyes. I'm really really glad they didn't. Not that I was going to watch. Me too. Yeah. Ben has a fucking look on his face right now. All right, so the director oh, is... Oh, there's fucking eye stuff in here, isn't there? That's no. what I'm... Th- the director mm. is mm. Mike Takashi. Uh, he's also directed 13 Assassins, which looks super cool. Never. Oh, I've, my God. I think I've heard of it. I've heard that name. I don't know what it's about, uh, though. Probably 13 Assassins. It's about 13 Assassins. Basically, there's a, a feudal lord who's, like, a sociopath, and they have to go kill him. Oh, that's cool. To prevent civil war. But All right. It looks so cool. Uh, writers Tengen Daisuke, uh, he also worked on Thirteen Assassins. So if I That's nice. That. I couldn't find the budget. Could find the box office, uh, at least for U.S. and Canada. Mm. Don't have access to the Japanese one, but for U.S. and Canada, it only made one hundred thirty-one thousand two hundred ninety-six. It's huh. not a lot, but uh, I mean, it's not. But this it's film a Japanese w- film. Yeah. Foreign films don't usually do that well over here, anyway. Yeah, and it it played at a lot of like, uh, what are they called? Small like festivals. Film festivals, yeah. Yeah. Actually, pretty big film festivals. Really? But yeah. Uh, country of origin, Japan. Alternative titles. Ooh. Argos Thanatos, which is the Greek title, and that translates to slow death. Oh. Awesome. I've, I looked at some Greek titles today, and they're so cool. Uh, Angel o Demonio, which is the Portuguese title, and it means angel or demon. Hmm. <laughs> this is. Okay. The tagline for this film, which I couldn't find on the English cover, mm-hmm. I assume it's potentially on the Japanese cover, is she always gets a part. She always... Oh. Ooh. Because oh. it's, it's an audition. I'm, I like that. I'm excited. I'm I'm not excited because I don't know what... Uh, so, I don't know if you... I get anxious when I don't know what's about to happen to me. Oh, yeah. I, <clears> that's why I rewatch the same three shows all the time. No surprises. Uh, And this show makes me especially anxious when it's a movie that... I'm afraid of, but I know nothing about, if that makes sense. Like, so, I don't know shit about this movie. So what is it that makes you afraid? Not knowing. Oh, just that? Yes. Okay. the equivalent of there's nothing to fear but fear itself. I have plenty of fear yeah. to go around. You're fearing fear right now. Yeah. Probably why I have a ghost. Uh, her, name's, her name's Pepper. Yeah. 
I named her so Bob would accidentally talk to her when he's talking to his dog. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> she's pretty sweet. No, she's fucking not. I ugh. don't be mean to Pepper. I'm not being mean. I just don't. There's like a fucking her. ghost in here. Yeah. Yeah. Her name's Pepper. Her name is. N- she doesn't have a name. She's, she's nice. not even a she. I don't know anything about this ghost. But Bob hates her. I don't hate her. I just would not like for her to be here. Why the fuck would you tell me that? I thought you knew. Yeah, I told you before. Yeah, but I don't remember everything that happens at work. Bob's talked about it, where, like, his keys kind of flew out. Yeah, my keys just kind of be floating around sometimes. It's only happened once or twice. It's because he was being mean, and he said, I hate all ghosts. I didn't say I hated all ghosts. I said, I don't fuck with ghosts. Yeah, basically the same thing. (sighs) Anyways, you want the facts for this movie? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. The production company. I'm sad. I'm sorry. (laughs) Pepper, I don't know you, but I have nothing against you. I don't know you like that. I don't even know you like that either, and you are here, so. So This is Ben's fault, by the way. Just so you know, that's why there's a ghost here. No, ghosts are chill. Uh, The production company is Omega Project. Uh, It wanted people not associated with horror to work on this project. Uh, Because of this, even though the film is sometimes attributed as being a foundational film of the J-horror genre, it does not possess a lot of cliches that are associated with it. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's definitely an interesting thing to know before watching it. Yeah, like, uh, Mike is not really a horror director. Mm-hmm. He's known it as it now because of this movie. Yeah. But, you know. Did he do yeah. other horror stuff after this? Not really. Really? That's cool. Um, but he does a lot. He, he's done, like, 100 films at this point. Holy shit. Yeah, he's pretty prolific. Lot. He'd done, I think, 30 at the time when he that's, did this movie. That's pretty cool. So both Ichibashi Leo and Kunimura Jun, so the yeah. two male actors I named earlier, mm-hmm. were both well-known actors in Japan at the time, which allowed audiences to instantly like them. So that's kind of a oh okay thing you guys don't really have, but yeah, um, like I think uh, Ichibashi was like actually a rock star for a while before he became an actor. That's pretty mm. fucking cool. They're fairly well known and liked. Like, what's his name? Jared Leto. Except oh, he sucks. Well, he sucks so bad. He's such a bad actor. Uh, the titular audition sequence of the film is mostly improv and apparently includes audition footage for the audition of audition. No fucking Whoa. way. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. I'm excited to see it. And apparently, uh, Shina Ehi was so perfect for the role of Yamazaki Asahi, Asami, uh, so much so that she intuitively knew how to play her part, and Mike would sometimes go to her to ask, like, how do you shoot the scene? Wow, that's so, so cool. He also didn't talk to her at all because she was creepy, and <laughs> he didn't want to awesome. spoil that. That's what all I got for notes for right now. I do have notes for afterwards. But okay. Before we start the movie, I do want to talk about that's such a cool thing where a director can trust their actor with a role so much that they go, "How do you think we should shoot this from the from the perspective of your character?" Well, it's Mm -hmm. more like, and that's so interesting. He knew immediately her understanding of the character was more than his. Yeah, which is so cool. She came into the audition and he didn't have to explain anything. She just got it. It's it. It just it. It's really cool whenever you can see an actor pick up a part and just go, "Oh, that's a." That's perfect. Like you were, you were meant to do this thing. You know what I mean? Yes, but it's uh, not always great depending on the role, because if you automatically get it, that means you understand it from experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Right. Oh no! So, we're gonna go watch this film. Just want to let everyone know I had the 
spend $30 to get the streaming service to watch this because they took it off Shutter. Yeah, but we we're going to use it anyway. I don't know if we are, but... There are other movies on there that I want to watch maybe, that we both want to watch. Maybe. Maybe not. You are being a, a... I wish you could write this off in your taxes so I don't to hear about it. We don't make money. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that All right. Expense. I guess uh, I guess we're going to go watch this movie. We'll uh, see you in a bit. See ya. Bye. Bye. Fucking heart attack. My... Hi everybody! <laughs> hey everybody! We're back from the movie. I want to say, this gets the vomit stamp of approval from Bob. <laughs> it did make me throw up. Only one specific thing. Oh, there is. Oh, that's, all, oh, that's really gross. <laughs> I, I haven't looked in bucket. there. Just I'm just at the it's grody. So, uh, same start as last time. We're gonna start with the no spoiler stuff. So, uh, yeah. What you guys think? I thought it was a really good movie. It's it's good. I liked it. I. I don't have any problems with it. Off the t- uh, just, you know, generally, like, as soon as I think of it, nothing pops out at me as, like, an issue. It was kind of hard to follow because it was in Japanese, and I'm really bad at keeping, paying attention and reading subtitles. Yeah. But other than that. You would start talking, and I'd be like, Bob, you're not reading subtitles. Subtitles. I was talking about the movie, yeah. Or I would start dozing off, um, and I can't read subtitles if my eyes are closed. Yeah, Abby was falling asleep. I think I was the only one fully paying attention. I was paying attention. I just wasn't. Except you start talking, and not only would you not look at the screen, but you'd look at us. Because I'm talking yeah. to you guys. I I liked it. It was just a super slow start. And yeah. already being tired did not help that. It's a slow movie for sure. But but I when it picks up, it, it really picks up. Yeah. yeah. It does. It was good. There's a real it. tonal shift near the end of the movie. It was good. It was a little freaky. But a little freaky. <laughs> Just a little. A little I freaky. Know. I don't think it was, um, what's the word? I don't think it was very scary. No. Gross? Bob, the two of you were freaking out so badly once it got bad. It was just the one element. Oh, but that doesn't matter. It, it was, was just one the element. one what element. What matters is you freaked out. I was not scared. I was highly, highly, highly uncomfortable. Bob, yeah, I was just a little You started doing the weird disturbed. thing where you, you put your hands up and you're like, I'm going to punch her. Then you started shaking. <laughs> I know you look like not he because was about I was scared, but just you were horrified. You you yelled so loud we could see it, <laughs> and that might not sound impressive to anyone else. But the settings on the computer are really low, so the fact that we could see it very visibly. Yeah, I think that was when Bob and I both screamed at the same time. <laughs> that was it we was. both looked at each other and screamed because <laughs> I think she pulled out a needle that was like three feet long. Which that is, but we were going to say no spoilers. Well, it's not a spoiler. That is a spoiler. Not really. Not really. Nobody knows what she did with it. Yeah. Yeah, but she no one could have just been giving someone. Before. She could have just oh, been giving someone. Oh, that's like being like, oh, yeah, Cinderella had a glass slipper in the movie. Except that's not a spoiler. That's a public domain thing that everyone knows. Not everyone I, knows this. Whatever, still. <laughs> Same right. thing. Uh, does anyone else have any non spoilery things? Uh, there was a pretty funny joke about dinosaurs at some point. <laughs> that was yeah. a good one. That was a good bit. Um, this is my first foreign film. Really? Like really? Ever? ever? Yeah. Really? That's surprising. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's that's a way to start. Unless, that. unless there's one that I can't think of, but I'm 99.9 percent sure this is my. I'm first trying to think one. if there are any really popular foreign films that you could have just like watched in English or something, but I can't think of any that have like. No. Good I don't think ADR. there's any that I would have. Not not off the top of my head. Did you not watch any like of the Korean uh, Netflix no. shows, like Squid no. Game or anything? No. Mm, interesting. Well, those uh, aren't films, but that's like you see, know. See, I thought media. you were gonna go with um, 
like Parasite. I haven't seen Parasite. That other scary Korean movie. Ah, uh, wait, wait, wait. Have you seen Willy Wonka and the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. Because that's British. That's a foreign film. But it's not. Ha <laughs> ha! It's not scary. Ben, you're fired. Got him. You're fired. You can't fire me in both episodes. You fired oh, me yeah, last I can. week. I can fire you in both episodes. Um. Yeah, no, I never watched Squid Games. Really? I didn't either. Um, uh, I watched All of Us Are Dead, which is a Korean zombie show. Some of the children that I worked with at my internship had oh, seen it. they shouldn't be watching that. Yeah. I was like, you're fucking five years old. Yeah, but like... Why do you know about Squid Games? The real world's more fucked up than Netflix. Still, those little kids shouldn't be watching yeah, but whatever like, red light, green light. I, I have don't, no idea. Let's, I let's, know it's a game. Don't know what show, it is. That show, from what I heard, is quite fucked up. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about know. Squid Games. Why yeah. don't we get back to the movie? It was a good movie. Yeah. It was, it was a good All movie. Right. I liked it. Yeah. It was, it's very slow, but it picks but up. It picks up. Uh, and don't I, recommend I like watching if you're exhausted. Yeah, watching it, watching asleep. it tired. The beginning, I mean, I think I said multiple times, I went, Ben, when does this get scary? Yeah. Yeah, you're impatient. I am impatient. Don't be impatient. I was, I was being impatient because most the last movie we watched really kicked it off. Oh, it God. opened with the action. It started scary. It ended scary. It never stopped being scary. I didn't think it was very scary. I just thought that, that movie is un, unhinged. Yeah. It was very unhinged, the last movie. The Poughke- Poughkeepsie tapes. God. All right. Well, Fuck that movie. I guess. Fuck uh, that movie. <laughs> you <wanna> s- <laughs> do you want me to summarize this one? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Go for it. You can try. All right. Basically, I think you'll do a better job. Uh, this Jap- Japanese man. Aoyama and his friend Yoshikawa. See, you're way better uh, at names than I am. Film producers. Uh, they work at like a small kind of film company. It doesn't do like big stuff, but it does small stuff. And Aoyama's son is like, hey, dad, you should get remarried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay. And so he goes to his friend, and the friend's like, we'll set up an audition so you can kind of find your perfect woman because he's being very picky he's um, being very picky and they do the audition Aoyama becomes very very attached to one specific girl yeah Asami mm-hmm. and basically what ends up happening is he starts going out with her so he slowly realizes there's more wrong with her and then it all comes together in the final 15 minutes of the film yep which are dream sequences mixed with torture scenes and a whole lot of fun stuff it's a lot to unpack and witness all in uh, one go. In fact, <laughs> the last 15 minutes of this movie are regarded by a lot of people as some of the scariest 15 minutes in all of horror. So. Really? Yeah. I don't really? know if that's true, but Not it's by definitely everyone, but fucking some people freaky. Do. It goes on lists every once in a while. It's disturbing. For it's sure. disturbing. Very I mean, disturbing. We already mentioned needles. There's a lot of needles being inserted in places. Yep. Um, yeah. Abby couldn't watch it. No, I'm terrified of needles. Um, I was so struggling bad. to keep Bob my eyeballs struggling. open. Bob there's threw some, up. There's some vomit stuff. Bob threw up. Yeah, I threw up. Oh, that was God. Gross. Not a high bar. I forgot that's the scene that you threw yeah, up Yeah, that's at. what we throw up. Yes. Yeah, basically, uh, a tortured guy is forced to eat very milky vomit. Yep. Looks like she ate a bunch of flour. Ew. Um, very, very God, gross. The only other thing I kind of want to mention at this end scene, there's a dead dog. So, yeah. if you don't like dead animals in movies, It looks kind warning. of comical, though. Okay. It, looked, it did not look it comical. It Abby, so fake. It looked a little fake. It looked maybe a little fake. I'm. It did not look like a real dog. I remember what I was going to tell you guys. What? It was about the, the tongue and the the fingers. Oh like yeah, oh yeah. What was but that about? We'll get to that in a second. Oh okay. Um, the thing with the dog. I'm also going to mention later because 
This is an adaptation. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. So let's do the, the discussion of the thing with the tongue and everything. Okay. Sure. Because that, that was basically the rough summary of this movie. It's very slow. It's a lot of character building, and it's based like kind of a, a drama film, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's v- a very, very good Japanese drama. I mean, the yeah. first up until the torture. <laughs> right. The first we, we gotta hour. We got this trash can. Does it smell? <laughs> I can smell it. Oh god. The first hour and forty minutes of this movie are basically uh, a mystery movie mixed with a romance kind of drama film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's some weird stuff in here, especially when we get closer to the end. The camera movements switch from like a steady cam to like handheld cams, and things get shaky and weird. Yeah. Um, and one of the weirder things is Aoyama sees an image of a flopping tongue and some fingers and shit. And an ear. And blood and an ear. After he hears this guy telling him about like how someone was murdered in the basement mm-hmm. of this bar uh, where he thinks Asami works. It was and the owner. Yeah, the yeah. owner of this bar got murdered there. And they found her mutilated, but they also found these, these extra body parts. And then we see like these things flopping on the ground. That is in there. Because that is what Aoyama's seeing in his head. And what happened is the writer, and let me look up his name really quick. Uh, Daisuke Tengen wrote that into the script, not thinking it was going to go into the movie because it's super weird. And um, Mike as the director, takes things very literally if they're in the script. And so ah, he wanted to I work see. it in, mm-hmm. like what the character was thinking. So mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm going to throw it in there. Uh, that's why I think. Yeah, that was like uh, the that first thing jarring. we screamed at. And I think that's a good indication that at certain parts of the movie, especially the later half, once the camera gets a little shakier, the divide between reality and what's happening in Aoyama's head. It completely totally, like, it's yeah. a very serious, grounded movie the, up to the that mesh. point. Yeah. Once we hit that point, it becomes weird. Yeah, and the, the, the tip for that is when Aoyama wakes up after like sleeping with uh, Sami for the first time. Yep, that's kind of the the tip where things start to get weird. Well, because he wakes up and but he doesn't even wake up. He just like throws the sheet over and then she's just gone. Yeah, she's gone. Um, well, he woke up because the phone was ringing. Yeah, he woke up because the phone was yeah. ringing. Yeah, it's not just the next day. It's the next day, like l- in the afternoon. So mm-hmm. he's up for a really long time. Did you guys see that he was kind of like having trouble moving? Yeah. Did you get I? But I think that was implying. I wasn't sure. Honestly. It, it, I think he was drugged. Yeah, that's what I assumed was he oh, was drugged okay. before she could do the because other Because when thing. he's drugged later in the yeah. film. Yeah, he reacts the same way. Well, Grabbing think, his head, like yeah. walking around, um, stumbling, not really knowing what's going on, being disoriented. I don't think she was planning on doing anything then. I think she just wanted to slip out. Yeah. So she drugged him. But then, so was the scene where he wakes up in that same hotel room and she's there, so just like a dream? Because that part threw me off. That's either one of two things. So later in the film, what Abby's talking about is after Aoyama has been tortured, he essentially has this moment where he sees the sun and then he flashes back to being in the hotel room and waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, freaking out about being tortured. Mm-hmm. Except this time, like, Asami is there. Yeah, yep. except this time Asami's there. Gone. And it's the middle of the night. And I think that's either two things. It's either A, his brain filling in kind of what happened, mm-hmm. or it's kind of a weird fugue state memory that he's getting yeah like maybe the, that happened like before she drugged before him and slipped out i'd assume it would happen after he was drugged like if it, if it actually happened probably after he was drugged but before she slipped out and the drugs just caused the memory to kind of not be there mm-hmm. until maybe a lot of pain and needles through the eyes woke it up or it's just his brain trying to fill stuff in yeah to cover up the pain i don't know i always get so 
don't know. It's weird when movies do that, and I'm not always a fan. Yeah. Like, when I don't know what's reality and what's a dream or, like, imagination. It either works well or it doesn't work at all. I feel like it worked really well in the movie. It's just not a preference of mine. That's I don't think it, like, hurt the plot or anything like that. Just not a preference. Yeah. I think part of the reason that it showed that in... And part of the reason I think we get a lot of scenes where it's him in his mind or things that maybe necessarily aren't real, but stuff that he's making up. Like the whole scene with him and uh, where he's sitting at the table with Asami and then you see his dead wife, his young son, and then one other woman. Yeah, that one was weird. That I <clears throat> I, I think the other woman's scene. the son's girlfriend. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think this, and it also plays up that at some points whenever we see him like when he's doing stuff with Asami and then it suddenly turns into his assistant who he had sex with one time or then it transitions into his son's girlfriend. son's girlfriend like I think what it is showing us and I think what it represents really is his unwillingness to move on from his dead wife and be with this other woman but also this idea that like she Asami is it's like what's it's like she's a fairy tale it's like he literally cannot believe that this could be true so in his brain, he wants to believe it, even though she's doing these horrible, horrible things to him. Well, he's he's definitely mm-hmm. not very smart. Like, no, not at all. He he calls <laughs> her up, and she's just like, "I was hoping that you'd call me." <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why when he's getting tortured, he goes back to a memory that he would have preferred, and his brain goes, yeah. "Oh, this he is w- fine." He was also drugged bad. and probably had a concussion. Yeah, I mean, th- it's just to show the delirium in yeah. which he is experiencing all these things. It's because it's honestly very, very traumatic. He literally got his foot sawed off. Halfway, got the other foot halfway sawed off. Yeah. And then his son got home and she had to fucking stop. And to think this is all coming from a woman that he thought he was going to marry. Right? Yeah. Like, that is the big thing for me is, like, that is such a giant Like, he's going to propose to her. Yeah. I I think he did. So, I don't know. That confused me, too, because she was like, I accept your proposal. Well, that was a dream. What proposal? Well, we're not sure, though, because we were talking about how that might have been, like, yeah. the, the in-between or the like, aftermath. When are you going to propose? Mm-hmm. And they went on that vacation. Yeah, that together. might be true. Yeah, and he did say, oh, I'm going to do it this weekend when we go away. Yeah. Hmm. So that so. whole moment, we don't know if that was a dream or not. And it, that's That frustrates me. It does it a couple times. Yeah. Um, But I got some post-movie discussion points if you guys want to talk about those. Sure. Yes. Uh, unless you... Have anything else specific you want to bring up? Mm, or no. just wait? We'll just wait. All right. Yeah. So, uh, out of like the people who have reviewed this movie, half the critics apparently see this movie as super misogynistic. I, and then the other half, see this movie as being super feminist. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I noticed that early on in the movie, and I wanted to talk about it. The way these men talk about women, I'm just like, you should not say that. So, And it's very interesting and weird to me. I don't know. I feel like I only really see that in his friend. That's what, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because, like, him himself, he's like, yeah, I just want a woman who, you know, maybe has a job. You know, she's got some skills, you know, like, hobbies, stuff like that. Yeah. He's not looking for, like, oh, I want a woman who knows how to cook. She's gonna clean for me. Well, no, those were implied. Stay at home. Those wife. were implied. Those were implied. He oh, doesn't did want I her not to have a job. Yeah, yeah, no, those were all implied. No, he said. No, he she'll wants her possibly to have, have a job. Have skills. He says he doesn't oh. need her to be a concert pianist. That's expensive and stuff. He. Oh, can we cut this part out so I don't no, sound no, like an fine. idiot? No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm wrong all the time. Um, You're not wrong yeah, anyway. So all that stuff, and I, I 
this might sound kind of bad. That's a very cultural kind of Japanese thing, especially at the yeah. time period. I was about to say, this is also from the 90s, so um, that uh, helps. still kind of a thing. There's certain cultural things are still are very different from here. And basically, that's it's a pretty good representation of kind of that very male-centric business culture that they yeah. have. I mean, <laughs> he describes what he wants. He's like, you know, I wanted to be young, but not too young, and beautiful, but also, like, hardworking, and a stay-at-home mom, but, like, See, I don't know. It gets boring. into, like, a weird gray area. I don't know. Fair. Nobody, I mean, nobody better come for me on this. But, like, also, everybody does have preferences. Like, if you want somebody young, that's a preference. I don't really, personally, anyway, view it as, like, misogynistic. Even when he said, like, he wanted a woman with skills, I interpreted that as, like, oh, you know, maybe she plays an instrument, maybe she does some kind of art, maybe she dances, like, something like that. I took that more as, like, personal development and, like, things that she's interested in rather than housewife skills. That's what he says. It's, like, he wants her to have skills yeah, so that she's not, like, boring. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I meant earlier. And. I think you're right. It's it's just it's a different culture and it's also just preferences. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people have the issues with the way they say it though. Yes. The way they Not say it. Not necessarily the content, but the way they the say it. The way it comes off in the con- yeah. in context I mean, is they, really really They see the rough. girls partying like across the room during oh, that scene. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's like and calling them stupid and whatever else. I think he calls else. them stupid whores. He calls them stupid like and that. awful is what yeah. he says. Yeah. Um or just, like, the way it's very reflected in just... They're kind of describing points you describe about, like, an item if you're buying a new car. Yes. Exa- that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, that dude kind of just sucked. I mean, yeah, he did that whole suck. audition, we didn't even mention this part, they played it out as being an audition for a movie. Yeah. For, yeah. like, so, a movie role. Not like, hey, you're auditioning to be this dude's new wife. Well, there was originally going to be a movie. Well, that so was the original that's, idea. That's the other thing I'm, I'm going to mention here. Like... Aoyama and Yoshikawa are supposed to be, like, likable characters. You're supposed to feel sympathetic towards them. Really? Especially Aoyama. So when I things mean, go bad, you feel bad for him. He, you, you do kind of feel, feel sympathetic him, right? towards him. The other dude, I could not give less of a fuck about. Fair enough. I don't even remember his name. That's uh, how little I care about him. Yoshikawa? Yeah, him. Yeah, but Aoyama especially, because he, he's like, oh, I feel bad about this. Mm. But they, they are legitimately fleecing these women. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Like, you know, they've set up this audition, and... They're able to do it because they could potentially be making this movie. Yeah. And didn't really seem like it was. No, it's not going to happen. Any kind of real plan. But it it could. It's possible. So they can use their company and company money and time to set up this audition. So so specifically, Yoshikawa's friend, who I don't think works there, can find a girl to contact and date and marry. Yep. Yep. And so, I mean, obviously. Do you think they're bad people? <laughs> um, I don't think they're bad people. I just think they make poor life choices. Um, I think Yoshikama is a bad dude, but Ayuama, is that how you pronounce it correctly? Aoyama. I, I, Ao? Ao? Aoyama. Aoyama. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> it got worse as time went on. Yeah, at some point he was like talking about how he felt bad about it. Yeah. And... I don't remember, like, his exact line, but... He felt like, I think, they were lying to them. Yeah. Yeah, and... Or they, they were doing something illegal. I think that's his exact wording. <laughs> oh, yeah, he said, I feel like a criminal. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he definitely had some kind of remorse because he knew there wasn't going to be a movie. Uh, to 
And I think that's also why, like, during the interviews, he didn't ask any questions until it came to Asami. Maybe. Sort I don't know. Of. You're making a face. Yeah. That, well, that's think, actually my next point. So. I think he you made a something. choice before the interviews that he really wasn't going to try unless it was for Asami. Mm-hmm. Because he'd already, yeah. like... Yeah, he had to go through all the different yeah. applicants there were, and pick 30 that he wanted to Yeah, see. there were... 30. It was 30. No, he... Oh, no, I was saying he gave him 100 out of 1,000 applications and said pick 30. Yeah. yeah. So he had flipped through all of these, didn't really show any interest in someone, and then saw Asami and was like, oh, fuck. This one. He chose the craziest one. The craziest bitch. And then... The wildest motherfucker. Now, he only asked her a question during the interview. Yeah. Didn't ask anyone else it's not any questions. A question. He kind of addresses like the whole thing about... Yeah, I guess it wasn't question. Know. He just said like statements at her. He just said things. She and her, they had to include a essay, like an essay with their pictures mm-hmm. and stuff. And she writes about how when she lost her ability to do ballet, she felt like she was gonna die. Yep, like that was her dealing with death. And he mm-hmm. he identified with that because of his dead wife. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, like his having to deal with death. Um, that makes a lot we of sense. Kind of move on to his focus on her during the interviews. I would like to say that Yoshikawa, the dude you don't like, I think he's so blasé about like the whole interview thing mm-hmm. because it's just so industry standard to do something like that. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, they might not actually use this movie, but they are also still just using it in general to find people. Yeah. Because he, yeah. even during some of the interviews, goes, write that down, I'll use her for something else. Oh, I didn't catch that. He's still using it as like a business it's thing. It's still technically a business thing. They are using that. They're just also doing something separate which is not great but yeah i still think he's a dirty motherfucker he i mean yeah he sucks but yeah he's still smarter than aoyama so that's true all right so obviously you saw that aoyama latched onto yamazaki right yeah first time he sees her picture and Mm -hmm. then he looks at her articles right her essay Mm -hmm. (laughs) what do you think about the fact that like he latched onto that when he realized that she was like damaged because that's what causes him to latch onto her is he realizes, oh, this person's broken. Mm, ah, you're getting into a weird space. <laughs> I mean, my thought process is, like, he's an older man. Here's a little broken young woman. Yeah, that's I can what take I was advantage thinking. of that. Not even that. I don't even know if he mean if he wants to take advantage of her. I don't know if that's his intention. I didn't, and I don't think it's his intention because I don't think I don't think of him as a morally bad person. Yeah, I didn't interpret it that way. Either. But I would say in more, it's more of a situation of I'm an older man, she is a younger woman. May, let's say all and ha- all hands off. He has good intentions. I think he's thinking she's broken. I can fix her. I have experience with people. I'm I have a son that I raised like by myself. I'm I am capable of helping this woman or fixing her, and she is capable of maybe fulfilling my need or want for a woman in my life. Fair enough, but I guess that does have like. I guess my point is that it has the implicit understanding that if I fix her, she's not going to leave me. Yep. Which is fucked Ooh, up. Yeah. That's fucked up. No, I'm not if saying. If I fix her, she needs me. There, codependency. She can't, she can't leave because he says, yeah. I, I want to kind of take this slow so yeah. I, I don't have to mess it up because I'm too old to mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it was just him like wanting to take care of her and I guess, but trying like, to get her. He reads that essay like where, fixed she, where she goes, words. talks about how she feels like she's dead inside. Yeah. And he's just obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, it, in uh, love with the idea of her because she's broken. 
And keep in mind, the way crazy. she describes herself is the exact opposite of all the things like he listed that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that show was weird. Um, it, I didn't think of it that way as like him wanting to make sure that she didn't leave. Well, yeah, his last wife uh, left. I she died. She died. She left of, like cancer. <laughs> she still left. Well, yeah, technically not by her own but will, but not by choice. I don't know. I, my point here is <laughs> now this wife will also not leave by choice. I was just wondering what you thought about Unless she gets cancer. Well, that's tragic. Well, she that's gets just cancer unlucky. as well. Like, straight up, that's just unlucky. <laughs> Two wives, both cancer? Get out of here. Double Maybe cancer. it's him. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe it's his fault. Oh, no. Right. But I was just wondering what you thought about the fact that, like, he latches on to the, the clearly one that has problems. Yeah, because everybody else seemed, like, pretty stable. They were normal. And Mostly stable, yeah. yeah. Like the one girl, was it Asami who described herself as average? Or was it one of the other ones? I, I remember think it was one of the other the ones. One of the other ones, yeah. Yeah, like they were all average. Fairly normal, yeah. Yeah. Stable. Very jarring. One of them just started getting undressed. That was that scared me. Yeah. I also, don't know what that was Also, can we talk about. about during the actual audition? They asked so many questions related to porn. Yeah. So yes. many porn related questions. When okay. Would you be willing to do porn? Have you done porn? So there's two reasons for that, right? A, some of these questions are intended to to be questions like of morality in a way. Morality, so they know if she would make good wife material. Right? That is a interesting idea. I I I thought you picked up on. A lot of the like what does your dad do for a living? I just assumed that was a normal. Would you be willing I didn't even to think do about porn. that. Have you ever had sex with someone you don't like? Yeah. <laughs> that one, that one, that made one was me laugh. a lot of the questions were very much. Yeah. Here's me asking things that are barely relevant to this job interview, but still loaded enough with with intention for marriage. That tell me, yeah, are you a good marriage prospect? Interesting for this this man with a kid. Did not catch that over my head. The some other of the part, questions I caught on about it, then others I didn't really. Think yeah. too much of it for some of that porn stuff is um maybe for casting and other things that's fair mm-hmm. actually. there is some um, this came up uh when i was looking at stuff apparently you know there's there's japanese porn and stuff right yeah sure yeah. the guy in the wheelchair yeah we don't oh. learn exactly who he was okay starred in some porn oh at some oh. point in his life did not know that but it's apparently like very specifically like this uber softcore pornography that's like only in existence in Japan. I forget the name of it. Huh. Interesting. But there's like, from what I could tell hearing about it, there's like, like no sex and no nudity. It's like super duper. Super soft. It's just like cuddling and looking in the eyes. I guess. I didn't look it up. I just heard about it. Um, That's so and it, interesting. But it's still porn, so I... They well, could be like core, technically, people. you could just be dry humping with clothes on. Yeah, yeah, it could be finding people for that. Hmm. Because one of the people mentions that something about potentially doing porn. And uh, no, because he asked, "Are you? do you do porn? And she says, no, my friend does, though. And I think that's yeah. the one he goes, write her down for something else. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Again, on the point of Aoyama being obsessed with Asami, what do you think about the fact that, so he was set on her. Obviously, even before yeah. the interview. Yeah. So the interviews, the audition in audition doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. matter. That was something I wanted to talk about. The fact that this movie's called the audition and the audition is doesn't matter. It fucking irrelevant to the movie. I think that's great. It's it's cool, but also whack. Well, I think that 
because I got excited for the audition, and then it happened, and it didn't mean shit. It's a cool scene. It's a cool scene, for sure. It's but definitely I, cool. I think the fact that it doesn't matter to the plot is what makes it cool. It, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's basically like getting fucking hoodwinked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when we went to go watch Halloween 3, and you went, Michael Myers isn't in this movie, and I was like, you're a fucking asshole. That's what happened <laughs> in this movie. I went, the audition's over, and I went, well, that was the first it, 30 it, minutes. What's happening now? The audition matters because it doesn't matter, because he's already decided. Yeah. Like, he asked none of the girls a question. Yeah, he just barely even talks. Until a zombie comes out. And he doesn't even ask her a question. He just... Says things at he her. He says why he identifies with her. Mm-hmm. And that's basically all that's asked of her. Because she, like, leaves after that. Yeah. Yeah, he oh. didn't tell her during the audition, like, hey, you got it. He called her afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, immediately afterwards while she's sitting by that fucking sack. That sack scared the Dude. shit out of me the first time it moved. <laughs> we haven't even talked about we the sack. We haven't talked about the sack. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, Dude. basically. That was fucking weird. This movie's strange. Asami lives in, like, this very rundown apartment, which she might have lived in as a child, because some of the time she's in it, she's a child, and sometimes she's I think it is the same place she lived as a kid. It's very rundown, but there's a sack in the background of it. Yep. And... By the phone. It moves occasionally. But only, only very late after we've seen it. Oh, yeah. Like, a couple times after seeing it, it eventually moves. I thought it was, like, the first clip. No, it it is the first time we see it. The first clip, it just sits there. I thought it no 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 it shook a little when the phone rang. Yeah, it's it jumped when the phone also, rang. Also, that was the second call. She would just fucking sit on the floor. Oh, have the way her this phone bitch contorts oh, yeah. on the floor it's like implied. a landline phone. <laughs> she would sit on the phone with her landline. The old rotary. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. No fucking furniture yep. that can be seen. Just her, the phone, and the sack. Yeah. It's <laughs> and that's it. It's implied in one scene that she sits there between their date and then when the next time he calls. That's when she gets up. Yeah. Which is like maybe a couple days. Yep. Just sitting there hunched over. That's probably why she looks so malnourished. (laughs) That's why when... (laughs) She's not eating for three days at a time. And she goes... I was waiting for your call. (laughs) Yeah, she's like... to hear from you. She's like, fuck, I can finally eat now. I think that's when the sack first moves. Yeah. I think so. Which is the I don't know. I thought is that the, the second phone call? Yeah. I could remember. I thought it was the because first. they set it up with it out moving. Oh yeah, I guess. Mm. Um, See, we already knew there was going to be something in there. Though. Oh yeah, for sure. Or someone. Eventually, it's revealed it's a man with three missing fingers, a missing ear, and, and a, a missing, missing tongue. tongue. Yep. Cool fact. <sighs> you'd assume that's just like a random extra, right? No. Well, most people would. Like I assumed if, it was if that someone. was an American movie. Who is he? That'd be a random extra. No, that's some character, like some famous Japanese character actor. Oh. Really? Yeah. Okay, so here's something that I just thought of. So, you know when they showed up at the bar? Yeah. Because he was, like, wanting to see if Asami worked there Mm -hmm. or not? Yeah. The mailman or whoever it was said that it had been closed for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the murder. Mm Mm-hmm. So she had had that man in that sack in her apartment for a fucking year. All right. Here's my thought process there. Here's your th- what's your thought process? If he's real, we got to establish this. We have not established that that is real because that real, happened in a dream sequence. He came out of the sack and ate barf like, during a dream. I like to think he's real. I also think he's real. I just think that he's projecting like that we didn't actually see that. No. That if is being projected. If he's real and I think he's real. I think he's real. I think he's the agent she mentions having. Yes, that makes sense. Oh. Because, because the other guys yeah. um, looked him up. Yeah. And he, they were like, 
he hasn't worked here. He's been missing for, for a year and a half. For like a year and a half. Which lines up mm, with the murder. With that. With the murder. Oh, shit. I My guess that. is she got him as an agent. She kind of had. We'll get into Asami's backstory. She has some weird attachment issues uh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I assume little. she had kind of a, a romance with her previous agent. He got close to the, the owner female of the bar. owner of the bar. Yep. So she kidnapped him, cut off his feet, threw him in a sack so he couldn't run away. Yep. Cut off his tongue so he couldn't scream. Stuff and like then that. killed the lady. And then killed the lady in revenge because he was loved cheating. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> That's a lot to get from nothing. <laughs> it really is. Like a lot of this movie is just having to analyze. Yeah. And try to read between the layers. I think that's fun. I think it's fun, too. When it's well done, you can fit more in the background than you ever Mm -hmm. could just saying Mm -hmm. it. I thought it was really funny, and this is kind of related to the bar we were just talking about. The bar is just called the Stone Fish. Yeah. So, Ben, we cut to, like, Ben can read Japanese somewhat. A little bit. Ben Ben knows some Japanese. I took four years of Japanese. Yeah. Not not very good at it, and it's been, oh, Jesus Christ, it's been... Four years, yeah. Five years, five oh, years, five Damn. years. Uh, so we're sitting there and we're walking. She, he's walking past signs that say "Stone Super Grungy Bar" in the basement of this building. And Ben just starts laughing, and me and Abby are like, "What the fuck are you laughing about?" And you're like, "Stone Fish," because it literally <laughs> just says "Stone Fish," not like the not the name Stone Fish, like a fish made of stone. It's done in kanji, which are the the Chinese characters. Yeah. And so it's literally uh, stone. Uh, no, and then fish, which basically means a fish made out of stone. Yeah, which was very, it was funny. Or fish of stone, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> me and Abby were like, what the fuck are you laughing at? I, it was just an I thought game. he knew something that we didn't. That's what I thought. I thought it he also like, knew something we didn't. Like something really fucked up was about to happen. No, Same. I was just laughing. Which, in a way, we did get a little freaked out. Yeah, it worked. With the tongue flopping on the ground. Gross. It's just a weird name for a bar. I mean, I it thought is. it was really funny. That it, it is funny. but So literal. <sighs> I think we talked about this. Do you think Aoyama should have known that, like, something was obviously wrong when Yamazaki was so receptive of his advances? Like, no, she very, she very quickly kind of realized she wasn't getting the part, hmm. but he was still calling her like up for dates. I think in his case, he believed what he wanted to, and he, he did wanted to believe. That but he totally should have known, right? He should have known that's, by, that's what I'm asking. beyond his better judgment, but he was blinded by, like, wanting a replacement for his wife. Yeah, but, like, obviously as a dude, I don't see that setup and you go, wow, that's romantic. She's obviously I mean, I don't this. either, but he's clearly not in the right state of mind. Yeah. I know, but he totally... Yeah, but it's the fact that she responds positively that is the big tip-off. I think that he was just being so optimistic. He wanted it so bad, he made himself believe that he was... That it was going well. I mean, you're you're completely... Well, he made himself believe that there was nothing wrong with yes, the situation. Yes, that's what I mean. Which is very funny because he even says, hey, I'm not going to get tricked to... Yeah, he no, literally says, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> and then and then later he goes, I was born yesterday. No, later he, his or, friend Yamazaki yeah, asked him, that's what it was. are you really like so in love with this young girl that you're being tricked? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's something along those lines. All right, uh, here's a kind of a fun thing. Yeah, so what's did up? you notice like when we first start to see uh, Yamazaki, right? Sure. Which is Asami. Yeah. Did you notice that she's specifically shot almost entirely from, like, behind or the side? Um, I did notice that. and I d- Yeah, there really aren't a lot of front shots already. Which is done to, like, kind of keep her expressions hidden. Yeah. 
Mm. There's a real there are some really creepy shots of her when we first meet her of yeah. her like standing places behind things where she should not be standing, which I that think is done like they're hiding her expression because it's it's not important to Aoyama or the audience because it doesn't mm. matter how she feels or what she thinks. Huh? By bank, she's a woman. Well, <laughs> in this case, yeah, she's just the woman that Aoyama wants, so he doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's bring bring me back to misogyny. Oh wait. Wait, speaking of which, we didn't talk about why people think this is a feminist movie. Okay, can I talk about why I think it's a misogynist <laughs> yeah. movie first? Okay. Can I can we can we just be real right now? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There is no explicit uh sex in this movie. No. Implied yeah. sex. Mm-hmm. We do get to see mipples. Mi- we see mi- we see fipples as well, female nipples. Uh mipples and fipples. No butts. No, no, no butts. No, no butts. Um Nips the way only. She and he treats sex is so strange to me. What do you mean, Bob? He treats Asami as if, like, she's only... I don't... Can I be real? I don't think he actually, like... I guess this goes against what I said earlier, but maybe he doesn't give a shit about her. He just... I think he's just mad horny. And then it gets weird and he can't handle it. Somewhat? I... I don't know. Because I feel like if he was just trying to fuck her then it would have been way sooner. Because so, they had been on, like, what, probably, like, eight, oh, nine dates? probably a bunch. Well, the thing is, she, I, I think she was stopping him. Because she doesn't, I mean, we talked about how weird the first time she gets naked is. She gets naked yeah. in front of him, completely naked, like, pulls down everything in front also, of him. Also, she does it silently. Silently, facing while, away from him. While yeah. he's asking, like, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? Yeah. And then she jumps, climbs under the sheet, covers herself up, and says, come to me, and tells him not to take his clothes off. That is because she's self-conscious of how she looks. Yes. And she wants to show him that on her terms. That is that is fair. That's completely fair. And I understand that. I think his willingness to just kind of go with it is what concerns me. <laughs> because if that happened to me, mm-hmm. I would at least be questioning it a little bit. Because it seems suspect. I mean, at that point, outside of context, at least he's completely gone. Outside right? of context, yeah. But yes. she was also like, "Yeah, come to me." Yeah. So like, that is a at, huge red flag weird. for me, and I think he's just so. At at that point, he should have had enough context clues that something was wrong. Yeah, but like you said, he was so gone. He's I even mean, at the yeah. beginning, but at that point, he was madly in love. Um, yeah, and I think I think that affects his um his treatment of because I don't think at any point he really treats her like a person, honestly. The way he talks to her feels very very dismissive of how, like you said, how she feels. Yeah. So He only wants to know what he wants to know to get his goals met, which is to bang and or marry her. See, here's the thing. I think he's in love with the idea of her. That's why it's kind of portrayed that like how she's feeling or her thoughts don't matter. Yeah. That whole camera thing. Um, with that being said, he's in love with the idea of her. He's actually fairly respectful to her like her sexual boundaries yeah like he he doesn't necessarily want to have sex with her he wants to take things slow and marry her and then i guess have sex but he's very respectful about it i mean yeah which seems weird because we we pretty much know he had sex with his assistant his assistant yeah yeah who a he has power over but also may have been seeing someone yeah at the time and she definitely was because i mean she opens up with i think the first time we see her is i'm getting married soon yeah See, it could be that could have just been a lie though, because mm. 
the way he was like, oh, like, congratulations, who is it? And she was just like, you don't know him. I don't know. It seemed like. It could be either or. It seemed like yeah. she was sort of just saying it to make him jealous. But then later. Because it was also her facial expressions. Yeah. It kind of got me. Later in the dream sequence, they she talks about it being a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. I it, mean, she's also, still into him. We so. also don't know how long of a period it had been. Yeah. That yeah. could have been, like, six years previous, and she had only been, if she Who was knows. actually with someone, together yeah. for, like, two and years. she only had sex with him one time. It was yeah. a one-time probably, mistake. Probably one time, yeah. Because that's what she says in the thing, is it was a one-time mistake. The only le- thing I want to mention again about the whole hair thing, mm-hmm. or not the whole hair thing, the whole, like, being shot from the side and the backs, yeah. does allow for the, the J-horror trope of, like, creepy woman with long hair that covers mm-hmm. her face yeah there's that really good shot where like the hair is covering everything except her mouth and you see her smile when she gets the phone call yeah mm-hmm. oh probably one of the few j-horror yeah. tropes okay so why do people think it's a feminist movie we keep okay. forgetting about this we're back to that back uh, to this third time it was the whole thing like she's being objectified and then she takes charge captures him and then starts yeah hacking him up yeah, hacking up the people who... Listen, I don't think yeah. people should objectify women, but I also don't think people should be hacked up for objectifying <laughs> no. women. Because I think I you can, we can solve that problem otherwise. It's yeah, there's it, other things we can do. It's the idea of, I think, fighting back against your oppressors and abusers. That's completely fair. Which, uh, this is my reading of it. Uh, okay. You know the dude without the feet? Oh, yeah. God. Probably her stepfather. Definitely her stepdad. Mm-hmm. Totally sexually abused her as a child. So did anyone yeah. else see this? And I didn't want to mention during the movie... So at the end of the movie, when we're, what? I think I know where you're going with this. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. When it's like, um, it's showing him in the wheelchair and like, it's show, it's like painting. It's right. I don't know if it's before or after she cuts his head off. It, it must be before. Or it's at some point or in later in the movie. Huh? Or during. No, it was. She cuts his head off slowly. Like it's wrapped around his neck. And yeah, but it was a shot. No, because it was after. Because it was a dream sequence or something of him coming towards the camera. It looked like he was jerking off. Did anyone else catch that? Oh, when he's crawling towards her? When no, he's in the wheelchair, and he's, like, rolling towards her, but with one hand in his pants. I caught oh, I that and didn't want to mention it, because I thought, I thought it was crawling fucking weird. Her as an adult, which is super sexual, because he, like, yeah. she puts her legs apart, and then he kind of looks like he's going to go burn her. He, yep, okay, so. Her, as a- Ashley would say, her hoo-ha. The first time <laughs> they showed him burning her, it looked so much further down on her leg. Yeah. It looked like closer to her and knee. It, and you can see the scars later. It is further down on her leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it shows the second time. And I even said, I said, where is he going with that? Yeah. Well, because he's, he's, he had, like, spread her leg out further oh, and went higher up. She spreads her legs out by herself. Yeah, but then he spread it further. Well, I know, but the fact that she yeah. does it by herself is very implicative Ooh. of the relationship that they have. Oh. Yeah. And the, and yeah, I didn't Because she does that. it as a child, too. Yeah. The, oh, shit. And think the first time that. we see it. <sighs> We don't see the threat of, like, you do ballet or I burn you. She just yeah. she opens just her legs, uh, and he crawls up in between fuck, them. Fuck, I didn't think about that. That is it's disgusting. We- also, the fact that uh, he was forcing her to do ballet for him is yeah. kind of weird. And also, the the only time we see him in reality, he has a pair of, like, children's ballet shoes on the back of his wheelchair. Yep. Oh, yeah, and they were dripping wet. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> I don't want to explain that. I'm not gonna. But exp- yeah, so no, like it looked like they had just been like out in rain, like it looked like rain. Bob, do you want to say anything? Not yet? rain, Abby. Not rain. <laughs> not rain. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm not gonna. I... It was. It was very liquidy. It looked mm-hmm. like raindrops. 
Well, he could have washed him off afterwards. Yeah. Oh, oh, ew. Yeah. Uh huh. So, like they keep in good condition. Because I knew what you were getting at, but I was like, no, different, different texture, different, different viscosity, different visco- viscosity. Yeah. yeah. But th- I think that's definitely the implication, though. Um. Uh, or the place is really leaky. <laughs> it was pretty run down. I it guess it was pretty fucked up. The ceiling could have just been dripping. Maybe it was raining outside, coming through the ceiling. No, that guy's definitely a, a predator. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's definitely abused her. That's disgusting. For sure. And what I will say, the way she was treated as a child, mm-hmm. because she talks about the fact that like her uncle and her aunt like also abused her. Abused her a lot. Well, yeah. I thought the uncle was abusive, but the aunt was nice. Uh, Something like that. Kind of. I thought that's what she said, but then she mentions like her aunt pushing her downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe the that. uncle also sexually abused her. Maybe. Um, because if the aunt's the nice one and she pushed her downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even notice this till the end of the form, end of the film. You see her legs exposed at the end of the film because she's wearing like a skirt and then she has like knee high socks or whatever. Yeah. There are scars and pin marks all over her fucking upper legs. Yeah. Like I didn't notice everywhere. It looks rough. I mean, yeah, she says multiple times she was abused and then I think definitely sexually abused. Yeah. It and definitely explains her whole thing with some attachment obsessions, mm-hmm. but also specifically like I want someone to love me and only me. Yep. Oh my and god. And I think she kept repeating that. I think that she it, just like in the Poughkeepsie tapes, Poughkeepsie tapes is experiencing Stock- Stockholm syndrome, but to a I would say a new level. It's not Stockholm syndrome, but it's it's that idea of you got fucked up from this but you kind of still want it yeah it's this and i think this kind of but i think the fact that her these adult mostly male figures in her life abused her in a lot of terrible ways she's projecting that onto him afterwards you know what i mean i feel like it's it's a projection of her emotions towards those people (laughs) especially because she she finds a man who's probably more than two times her age in probably around the same age this, around the same age gap that they would have been whenever she was a kid to the older people, yeah? I mean, mm-hmm. she mentions the Close, fact yeah. that there's been a couple men yeah. who have all taken advantage of her. And this is her way... I, You know what? The feminism is coming through on that one. Uh, this yeah, is her way of taking said, power back. As you said, You're she talking also... You're yourself into it. Yeah. She also drugged this man, yes. injected him with paralytics, shoved needles into his body and eyes, yeah. Yeah, and I then started slowly chopping off his foot. I don't really think that's giggling. Feminist. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she was enjoying the fuck oh, out of that shit. she was having a good time. Like, yeah. I mean, I like the whole thing where she goes, um, I don't know how to say it in Japanese, but she goes, deeper, 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 deeper. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Putting the that was in. the worst part. And then she put a bunch of needles in his stomach and then sat on him. To push them to further. To push oh, yeah. them all the way in. But she's sawing off his foot. She's laughing. She's she giggling. Like, and then <laughs> she saws the foot off completely. And you know what she fucking does with it? She takes it and she chucks it behind her. Hits Nails the, the sliding window. glass Flats. door. And just falls on the floor. I think the best thing about when she's cutting off the foot, though. What was the point of the tarp if she was going to do that? I, th- <laughs> I said this. <laughs> Why did she put the a tarp, tarp down? It, it was has, like the sack. It has strings in the side. I think you can draw it close like a sack. Like you, like she did to the other guy. So she, she took his foot off. him out of there. And take him back to her apartment. Yeah, but like... Once he doesn't have feet. Yeah, because he can't run if he doesn't have feet. he can't have run anymore. <sighs> yeah, but here's my thing. It would have been okay. like, when the woman got murdered, there would have been these extra body parts and then the mutilated son. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying like, you put the tarp down, I get I get it's a sack. Mm-hmm. But also, you think she would want it to like, keep the mess? Well, she doesn't give a fuck home. about no, the she mess. she doesn't care about the mess. It's just there to transport him afterwards. Yeah. 
I guess. I don't know. Because she her, her throwing her the foot at the door. Killing one person, taking their feet, and then kill like and leaving extra body parts. Yeah, because assuming she killed the person at the bar yeah. and did all that stuff to that man, she completely mutilated a body, left it there, and then yeah. also left the body parts from the man she mutilated. Yeah, it's her MO. That's why she was going to kill the son. That's why she waited on him to come home. Because he loved him. Yeah, so she's going to take him out, mutilate him, she didn't, sack him up. She didn't know he was going to come home, though. Because he left the voicemail, and he was like, hey, Dad, I'm staying the night at my friend's yeah, house. so she doesn't know he's coming home. Yeah. I do think she was eventually going to murder him. Yes. Yeah. But she wasn't expecting that him to come home then. That's yeah. why she dies. It's because she's mm-hmm. a very... We were talking about serial killers. Last movie we watched, she's not... She's a very organized killer. Mm-hmm. She's very she methodical. All that stuff Very out. surgical. And so the second things go awry, that's when she fails almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. I love that look on her face when she was like, oh, fuck, he's here. Yeah. And she is like, I got excited. It looked like it could have been pepper spray. It also looked like it could have been an air freshener. Yeah. yeah I have no I idea what she was spraying. I don't know him. what I don't, that was. It, I, it might have been like, uh, or just chloroform or something. Or like, maybe. Gas. It literally had no effect but it, on him, it, though. It, it but lo- it didn't hit him in the face. She missed. A I bunch. thought it might have been get close enough. to knock him out. But That's what I thought, yeah. Not useful for just spraying at someone, which I thought was kind of the point. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. I want to mention this because, cool fact, the guy in this act, I yeah. said he was guy a character actor, mm-hmm. right? Which is not how that would happen in the U.S. You need a guy in a sack. You just, just use for some a quick guy. Scene, you just get a, a guy because you don't have to pay him. Instead, they got a real actor. Apparently, when he comes out of that sack, he's doing this Japanese style of dance. I forget the name of it because I didn't feel like writing it down. But the idea of this dance is you look like how a dead body moves. I don't know hmm. if you've ever seen it. It has a special name. Have. No, I don't uh, know what you're talking traditionally about. Traditionally, people like wear very little clothes. He was wearing very little clothes. They paint themselves like white. Oh. And they cause their veins to pop out. Oh. And then they oh. move like um, very stiff, like they have rigor mortis. Oh, okay. That's cool. And he was trying to do it when he came out of the bag. That's why he looks so weird when he's coming he out. He looks fucking wild. It's because he's doing that dance style. That was style. fucking freaky. So that does makes Asami, sense, though. though. Asami must be like a contortionist or something. Because some of the angles that we get of where she's sitting and oh waiting God. for the phone to ring is unsettling. They're normal it angles. Is it's just she's very tall and very bony. Yeah. So apparently she's she was an actual model at this point. But she's she's one of those models where she's I think she's pretty, but she also looks a little odd she's it's very uh it's like she's very unconventionally pretty yeah yeah but she's very she's definitely pretty i can see her modeling bony and kind of angular mm-hmm. yeah it's Which not is partly because she's very very skinny yeah and so i think when she does some of those pretty sharp movements like all her like her spine juts out a lot oh that was her the worst shoulder part. blades it's not that she's unconventionally pretty it's just the fact that she has like a very unconventional body type yeah like, she's super skinny, not what you would typically see on an average person. I think she could have been an amazing also, monster actor. She's so pale, too. She is very pale. So, like, all of her bones in everything else is just so much okay, more prominent. But the pale thing is like a that's, a, that's a cultural thing. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, her being so skinny and then also pale sort of, like, emphasized yeah. it. Did you know she wear, wears, like, white the entire movie? Yes. Yeah. Which purity symbol yep but also it makes her look like a ghost mm-hmm. which i thought was cool like even because it, it, it's not a j-horror movie where it's like supernatural which is what most j-horror is i thought we were gonna get That's, a supernatural movie do you with remember this one. how one of the taglines was angel or demon 
Yeah, that's the yeah. Portuguese one. Yeah. But that's because she seems like a really nice woman, and she's also... I know, but I feel like the white could also go along with that. Yeah. That's true. Like, that's she's a- wearing all white, mm-hmm. and it's like a purity thing. Awesome. And, and also, he- he's, like, planning on proposing to her. Yeah, and, and then don't she see her start doing off. crazy shit. Still, she's is still wearing white, but is also wearing black over the white. Over the white, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fuck. Um, thing to mention while we're on the whole lack of supernatural elements in this. Yeah, I thought oh, I was so. It is convinced. very weird though. There's some dream sequence that border, but yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the woman behind the tree? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that? Fucking I... freaky. Do you think that was the wife, like the ex-wife, uh... or was it someone else? So at first, I, I thought, thought it was Asami. Yeah, that's what I thought at first, because we hadn't really seen a whole lot of her yet. Yeah, I thought this was a setup shot and of her stalking him. I, Very I Michael tell, style. Because he was thinking of Asami, and yep. then we see this, it cuts, because this is before he calls her mm-hmm. the second time yeah. to actually set up Maybe a Maybe it was date. the ex-wife, because she was wearing pink. And she wasn't we, in, like, Asami's yeah, typical white. Yeah, we see this tree, and then half a woman's face, it kind of looks like Asami. I thought it was kind of looks like his wife, but it also kind of looks like someone different. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't really what know what thinking, to make. Whether of that. like it's him thinking about his ex-wife, it's him thinking of Asami, it's him. thinking I just of this, assumed it was Asami actually stalking his ass. This third like perfect girl, because he's he's envisioning this kind of woman in his head. Yeah, but he can't really see her. See, I thought it was Asami at the time, but looking back, I definitely don't. I don't think, think it, was. it was. She has a very distinct face. She does. I thought it was his ex-wife. I. It might be. We didn't Maybe. really see very much of her at all. No, I mean, no. So we saw it's kind of hard to remember well, what least, she looked Especially like. not that part in the film. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw when she died. We saw a picture that's, of her on his desk. That's pretty much all we see of and her. And then the dream thing. That's yeah, it. Yeah, the stuff at the end. Yeah. yeah. She's in those a lot. And that's it. There's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was. There's, the a, there's a lot of weird sex stuff at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At one point, I think... It's either the schoolgirl or his wife having sex with his housekeeper. Yeah, that one was fucking weird. There's some weird stuff happening there. Did you not catch that one? Yeah, I How the it. fuck did I miss yeah. that? She yeah, was, it was um, it was oral sex. Yeah, it stairs. was from the back. So it was, you could see there. You could see the the woman's back and then his housekeeper on the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. There's some weird sex stuff there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I missed that cuz that's at the point of the movie where I actually woke you up. You woke up. It's those last. I might have just been minutes, focusing on something else. Those last fifteen minutes are very, very. They're fast. There's a, a lot happens. There's a reason people yeah. watch this film. They the first. I think the first part of this film is very good because it, it sets is very up good. That back half, not to mention yeah. it's shot well. Yeah, it, but it's, the, it's good. That those last fifteen minutes hit so hard because of that first. And I think hour and forty. I'm gonna call this Halloween syndrome. The front half of the movie is a whole lot of setting stuff up. And then the back half of the movie is knocking all the dominoes down perfect. That's how you build suspense. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. awesome. It's good. I, it it's, I had the exact same reaction I did when I watched Halloween for the first time. I went, this is boring. Oh, shit. I like this movie. <laughs> you did. See, you like, going, even with where's the, the horror? Even with the beginning of this, I never thought it was boring. No, I didn't think it was boring. It's like, just slow, you know? I was very much interested in it and invested. I was just like, all right, when is this picking up? Because I'm exhausted. Yeah. And yeah. this will make me fall asleep. I, I, and it did a little. But I that's think okay. you guys were kind of confused, though. It's it's very much a normal kind of slice of life thing. Yeah, it is, and which was confusing yeah. for me because I was like, I don't like this. I which, want I want to see some shit. I think it's shot on purpose that way, right? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's to take you off guard when it flips, right? To lull you into a false sense of everything's normal. Then it slowly uh, reveals things are weird, and then it drops fully into yeah bizarre dreamscapes. In that line, apparently, you know, during the date stuff, it does some weird shots. Aoyama, yeah, like where it's just his face, and you can hear her talking. Mm-hmm. 
apparently there was a type of like Japanese romance drama at the time that did this exact same thing. Interesting. Hmm. See, it's, I it's kind of like it'd be like the American equivalent of shooting like you're in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I see. I see. I fuck Hallmark movies. So, but it's it's made <laughs> to make the film look like it's a it's like a romantic like a, drama movie from Japan at from the time. And then yeah. fucking and then plot twist. switches. Imagine so, imagine watching that movie not knowing what it was and oh you're just God. like oh yeah. you're like oh my god this is a sad story turned romance story I'm loving this. So I'm going to get into this. This is an adaptation of something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. some people knew what it was in Japan. People mm-hmm. outside of Japan no fucking no clue. clue. They didn't know. What was it an adaptation of? Book. Oh. Oh, did okay. you finish the book? Is that where you watched it? No. Oh, I didn't get to read it. If we ever do this one again, I'll read the book. I, I want to rewatch this movie because this is a dense, dense piece that we could do a really long episode on. That's why on. I bought it. But I got I got book stuff. We'll get into that. But uh, last thing I got for my post-movie notes, and I'll move into the book, mm-hmm. book notes I was able to find. The film apparently influenced Eli Roth when writing Hostel. Oh, come That's on. That's why I was talking to Abby about it before the really? filming. <sighs> yeah. One of I the don't... really famous movies in... I, I'm calling it the torture porn genre. It's ba- I yeah. don't like calling it that. It's not a good name the, for it. Well, that's the name used by like the anti-genre people. Like, I don't know. Like, concerned I mean, moms and stuff. Yeah. There's a there's a more... Respectful is not the word, but... More tor- correct. Yeah. But it's a very... I mean, torture porn is very slang. Yeah. There's probably a more technical term we could be using. It, it sets it up that it's dirty. But yeah, there's a shit ton of torture in that movie. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, Eli Roth apparently was inspired by this movie. I assume by the ending 15 minutes with the needles and the, the wire saw, which is super cool. See, I would have to see Hostel yeah. to compare, but I'm never going to watch that movie. I I never like Eli Roth. It. I've seen a couple I've seen a, a couple of his films. Mm-hmm. I've also seen some interviews and stuff with him. Super cool guy. He's kind of super nerdy about foreign horror films, and especially mm-hmm. classic horror films, and so he likes to learn from them and take inspiration, so... Uh, I think he does this movie, and I, I believe it's called Green Hell, but that one's inspired by, like, Cannibal Holocaust. <sighs> Wait, is Cannibal Holocaust not in English? Uh, it is in English. I believe it's an Italian film, though. Ah, I thought sense. it was Russian. No. Uh, I remember my point from earlier, and oh. it's kind of on brand because we're talking about foreign films. What? You talk about how watching this movie, uh, there were certain things that we didn't pick up, pick up on because we're American. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Japanese drama thing. Like I wouldn't have known. I that. pick up more on that, but yeah, for but that you also I have context know. from the notes and stuff. Yeah. Like watching it fresh with no uh, background context. I really, 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 really like when we watch foreign films on this podcast because it it allows me to watch a piece of media that was not made for my viewing for me for me as an American yeah, audience specifically, which is so fucking cool because it means when we're watching it, you being you Benjamin can tell me things that I wouldn't have picked up on otherwise if I w- if I you know ha- if you hadn't already known them like it's so cool to me yeah seeing things filmed and made f- from a perspective that is not my own and I just really really enjoy it and it's really cool I obviously don't pick up on all of them like yeah. I only knew the thing about the that style of shooting for like drama stuff because mm-hmm. I I heard someone else talking about this movie and they said that Joe Bob does an episode on this really we should yeah. watch that one that'd be pretty, pretty cool um but he mentions that, which is why I brought it up. It's really cool. Um, I, I just really, really, I'm gaining an appreciation for foreign film that I don't think I would have gotten if we didn't do this but show. But that's that's the thing with foreign film. From, like, real foreign films, like ones that come from countries that aren't necessarily ingrained in the same cultural background mm-hmm. as, you know, Americans, which are which is primarily, like, English. Yeah. 
um, mostly Western Europe, Western stuff. Europe culture, they have innately different backgrounds and histories. And so even if you learn a lot, you don't know everything. So you're going to miss stuff. Yeah. And that's always just a very interesting thing because very weirdly things are shot different. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We mentioned possession earlier. I, I think that was on this episode. Probably. That's the we were talking about it one. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, I brought up possession before we. Yeah. Uh, before I we mentioned it recording. to Bob because it's it's a very unpleasant movie. Apparently, I haven't seen it yet. But it, one of the things noted in it mm-hmm. is the acting. It's apparently super over the top, like to the point where we would see it and go, "That's super bad acting." But it's because there's this Polish background of stage acting, where for a while everyone was taught to act out your emotions with your entire body which is what you're taught to do when you work on a like if you do a big stage show like that but because it's hard for the audience to see stuff from the back but you don't need to do that for a movie yeah but the director was polish and he came from this background so he told his actors to do it which i think is so fucking cool um and there's it's other so stuff cool. like that very famously like a lot of russian acting and stuff oh, i want to watch russian horror so it's bad based on oh god i would be a little some terrified some of the background of uh ballet and stuff mm-hmm. and they have that whole background of certain movements are preset to display certain emotions like you cower a specific way and that shows fear i mean i don't know a ton about russian horror the only thing i've seen is when we were scrolling through shutter and a russian horror film was playing vi on, yeah was playing oh, i really want to watch vi i love vi and I, I i instantly was like that looks really fucking cool i want to watch that see i like russian movies i think they're super cool all the ussr stuff mm-hmm. it's so different i would yeah, like that's why to I like watch it more foreign horror but i know they do scary a lot differently than we do (laughs) well yeah so and they are fucking amazing at it it's not just like jump scares and like cheesy cheap cuts jump scares and stuff is it's kind of a synonymous with modern american horror yeah because i think it's just kind of it's it's an executive thing where they're like we know people like jump scares so we're gonna put a bunch of in oh god a bunch of jump scares in Mm -hmm. our films because that's what people want to see. That's what gets them screaming in theaters. I don't like that. Jump scares aren't bad. No, they're no tool. I think there are some good jump scares. And I, I've talked about this with Bob before. Jump scares can be used very, very well. So in this movie, when the sack jumps for the first oh time. Oh, my God. Yeah, scream. that's good. And that's great. But what jump scares do is they relieve tension, hmm. which is nice. Builds you up first. You get a jump scare, and then you're back down. You're like, oh, everything's okay now. And You're like, all right, I probably won't be scared for right. like 10, 15 minutes. If, We're good. If you use that well, that makes sense. it helps you get through a film, but also can build you up to higher heights than you ever were before. But if you get a bunch in a row, well, you're just down here yeah. all the time. I think it just needs to be well done. Like, there's so many times where I would be watching a movie and I'm like, okay, well, clearly this face is going to come out from yeah, the dark. Yeah, you can count it. You can da, go, da, da. Like, three, two, like, one. That shit's lame. But, like, the way they did it, with the sack moving. Like, obviously, we knew it was going to happen at some point. But you didn't expect it then. Yep. No. Like, you never know when it's going to happen. And you start to wonder, like, is the thing in there even alive? I don't know. Yeah. Like, it builds the tension in a really good way. I, I think that's why the start of this movie is so slow, is because it allows us to build up enough fear of what could happen that when it does happen, the release is immense. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, so good. Fuck. And it. It was. It works. It's it really works. good. Yeah, and freaked me out. Specifically, you mentioned you think foreign horror is very scary. I think a lot of that is because they come from a different background. Of yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Film, but also culture. And so, what ends up happening, at least in my opinion, is what they find scary is not what we necessarily find scary. Yeah. So and I talked to Bob yeah. 
a lot, a lot about We've this talked, on the podcast. We had very in-depth conversations Whenever about this. Whenever we come up with ADM's movies, and I, if you listen to the podcast, I'm sure you've heard it. Like What we find scary now is not what we found scary 80 years ago. It's because we got yeah. used to it. Yeah. And um, even, like, when you guys were talking about that on uh, the Halloween movies, oh. you were like, yeah, this isn't scary. But I can see why movie. it would be, yeah. you know, in the 70s when it came out. Or if I hadn't been exposed to any horror movies after that, yeah. I yeah. find Halloween super scary. And I think part of the reason you find foreign films very scary is you don't have that background mm-hmm. built yet. Yeah, so for there's, sure. So there's weird things they do with cinematography or uh, pacing that you aren't subconsciously used to yet, so it surprises you. Mm-hmm. Like, I have I know Parasite is supposed to be a really, really good movie. I've heard that movie's really good. <laughs> I like that film. I'm terrified to watch it. There was another... I had really, really, really bad anxiety the whole time I was watching it. I bet. It it made me anxious. I feel like there's another, like, recent Korean horror film. Train to Busan? Yes. Yeah. Mm, That that one was really good, too. So good. I want to watch it so fucking bad. We we did zombie movies, right? Yeah. I didn't put Train to Busan on there, because I'm saving it for when we do uh, Korean horror. Yeah. It's so good. It's... It's probably not like the best zombie movie ever, and it's not my favorite ex- example of the the genre. I think I now own my but favorite. I think zombie it's probably movie ever. the most. Yeah. I really, really like it. I've heard it's so good. I'm so excited when we get to it. Like it might be my current favorite. Not yeah. my favorite as an example of the genre, or what I think is probably the the, the best of the best. But it's <laughs> super good. Yeah, that's completely fair. Back on topic, I guess. Right. Yeah. We talked about the Eli Roth Hostel stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. I guess book comparison points are the last things I I'm so interested in see what yeah, how I didn't the book know it changes. Was a book. So I haven't read the book. Didn't have time before this one because I, I don't know. I chose this movie on Wednesday. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Uh, we were supposed to do this next week, but Abby was gonna be in town this week, so we decided we'd go ahead and do it now. Yeah. Uh, the book's not that long, it was like two hundred pages, but I, I really didn't have enough time. <laughs> That's fair. You're a busy man. Uh, the book was written by Murakami Liu, and he originally published it in 1997, and then it eventually received an English translation in 2009. So if you do want to read it, it's in English. <laughs> That's nice. I might actually read that. Good. Damn, so they put the movie out two years after the book came out. Yes. Uh, it was fast. Murakami is a pretty famous author, mm-hmm. at least in Japan. So Is he just an author, or does he do other stuff? Pretty quick. Do you know? I didn't read his bio super thoroughly. Okay. I, I was just curious he, if he, he only was like did a musician beforehand uh, novels or something. Or he did manga stuff too. No, he's just not. Curious. He's not a manga guy. But mm. I think he did music or something before. Okay. Or acting. That would be really neat. I was if wondering if did, there was though. a fucking audition manga, and I was like, I would read the fuck out of that. No, would be but if awesome. if you want horror manga, there's a, a into a Junji Ito. No, you. I know what I know him. Well, yeah, the, he's l- probably the most famous Japanese. Uh, horror manga you want to catch me reading any of his stuff? It's too scary. His body horror stuff and uh, like stuff like that. It's he's great. It's it's good writing and it's good manga. He's, I won't read it. You're it interested? Would freak me out. He has like they animated a bunch of his shorter mangas in a Netflix show now. Oh, did they really? That's yeah. really cool. I might watch but that. You just said you can't read it, but I might watch it. It's different. That's probably it's worse. Really not. Because it's the same sequences, now they're animated, so they move yes, at you. Yes, but I can. There's but I can make myself watch it. Bob, I cannot you won't make myself watch Parasite. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. So this is about the same. We're getting off topic. Different Parasite, by the way. Not All right. the movie. The, so the anime. Essentially, what I've heard about the book is it's pretty different from the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A guy, uh, Kim Newman, uh, while writing for The Independent, compared the book and the movie and found that the film was, and I'm 
quoting here, suggestive about elements the book spells out bluntly. You said Mike, the director, gained a lot from the elegantly wrought source material, but the book is now in danger of seeming like a draft or even a screen treatment. Really? Basically, Mike took it and changed stuff and expanded on certain things. Interesting. Um, But they're apparently very different, although the book is very good. Yeah, I think it's very interesting that the person that wrote, you know, the uh, quote used specifically says that Oh, God, read it to me again. I forget what it, what it said. Uh, it was the wording. <laughs> Compared the book and the movie and found that the film was, and I'm quoting, suggestive about elements the book spells out bluntly. So I think that that is so cool because if if in the movie, if he were to do a one-to-one and they were to be like, all right, here is, here just here's the book turned into a movie. Yeah. The fact that they it would have been more explicit in what was real versus what was fake and more explicit in... The book. in Yes, and what was um, – if it had just been more uh, explicit in what we were seeing, I think the movie would suffer heavily because I think the scariest part of this movie is the stuff that we – is the fact that we don't know what we're seeing is oh, real yeah. or fake. Well, for instance, the tongue stuff. When yes. He sees that. That's in his mind. Yeah, we know I that. I assume in the book you know that. Yeah. Which ruins it because then this, it's not scary. It's kind of just there. It's yeah, weird. when they're in the apartment and – she is vomiting into the bowl. Yeah, for her prisoner. Is that a we dream? don't even know if that's real? Yeah, we don't we know don't if that's know real. If that's, if that's a dream. dream, and if it was implicit, explicit now, in telling us that we know that she does have a sack in her apartment. Yeah, we do because we've seen we it. We see it well, while she's waiting for the phone calls. Potentially, but well, there is something in the sack, well, at the very least, whether it's a person, an animal, laundry. Here, here's where we get into some <laughs> weird stuff. We follow Aoyama through basically the first half of the movie yeah. and through most of it. And during that scene, we cut to her picking up the phone, right? Mm-hmm. If we are truly following Aoyama's perspective, we should not be able to see what, sh- what she's doing. Interesting. Hmm. So that could also just be kind of like a, an imaginative take on... And we'll never know. Yeah. Like, we'll never know. Oh, and I think that... That is such a weird take to even start to di- dissect. <laughs> I think it's like really Zach is her... her baggage oh you just and that broke her house me. is run down because it doesn't matter where she lives well my my, my other thing is fuck <laughs> or she's just sitting at the phone because she tells him i was sitting waiting for your call like, that's so whack ben the, you, you just ruined my perception of this film it could be so literal yeah. or so abstract but and like because you could totally take this as a yeah. take on ayama is believing what he wants to believe so whenever Oh, that's so weird. Because after he learns that her business contact at the record company goes missing. Yeah. And the fact that she used to work at that bar, and then that stuff isn't like, well, he hears about the murder and stuff. We see things that we don't, that could just not be true. It could just be him implying them. Yeah. And it's just him making it up to make himself, to to believe what he believes is real. Yep. That's so whack. Mm -hmm. Well, what I will say here, if you want to go down that pathway... Because that is such a weird interpretation of this movie that I didn't even think about. That's really cool. The first time he calls, right? What we see in the apartment is that it's run down. We see the sack, but it doesn't move. Yep. Yeah. We see her waiting by the phone, and we see just a phone on the floor, right? Yeah. We know from her interview that, A, she's poor. Yeah. B, she has baggage, like Mm -hmm. demons, which could be represented by a sack in the corner. For sure. She's waiting for a phone call, and that phone call is all that matters to Aoyama. Those are all the things we see in the apartment. 
And those are Shit. all things that he could make up in his mind. And then after That's he so gets the call from uh, Yoshikawa about the fact that this guy's disappearing, it's only the next time he calls her that, that the, sack the sack moves. moves. And then it's uh, in, and then it's implied fuck. that what's inside, which we know is a dream sequence because that's not real, probably, probably not real, is the dude that he thinks would be in the sack because that's the knowledge that he has about her con, the context of her living. Well, yeah, but now he knows uh, that she's a crazy person. This is so much. Yeah, but this movie is so that's cool. That's the fun of movies. It's a good fucking movie where you don't have to be explicit because in books you're writing everything, so you do yeah. have to be a lot more explicit. It's hard mm-hmm. to be very vague in the yeah, same way. It is um, without making a book that isn't very interesting. I will say. I think that's a problem a lot of horror books have, especially mm-hmm. when you're adapting them, is horror tends to be a lot of psychological stuff, mm-hmm. especially horror novels. I don't know how familiar you guys are with like Stephen King, probably the most famous Um, I bought a Stephen novelist. King book, have not read it yet. What book uh, is what it? What book is it? Uh, fuck, what's it? I don't remember the name, but it's like a collection of a few like short stories. Oh, mm. okay. I, I just haven't gotten the chance We've to We've talked it about yet. doing Stephen King as his own category <sighs> on the show. That's going to be hard. Ooh, because he has a bunch. Good luck narrowing that down to three movies, though. Well, that's his job, not mine. That's my job. Well, yeah, obviously, but like, good luck. But uh, what I will say, I think he's a good example of horror writing because he's probably the most famous one for English, and he's shaped both the genre for books and for movies. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we're not going to go into him a lot here because he has a weird, a a lot of weird stuff that are distinctive of his style. But if you read enough of him, you start to realize that a lot of what happens in the story is what the characters are thinking, which doesn't translate well to the screen. And I think that's a very common thing in horror. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it talks about the book being more explicit for this movie than the movie, I'm sure that's because a lot of things are happening in like the character like Ayama's head, like he's thinking things. Yeah. We can't really say that. I guess the last thing I have to say about the book. Wait, I have two things to say about the book. Oh, no. Two We're going to come back to the dog. Oh, oh no. Okay. I remembered. But first okay. of all, apparently the book is semi autobiographical. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, that's not good. Allegedly, that's fucked up. Murakami Ryu met a woman uh, in a similar way, and it didn't end well for him. Uh, does he still have his feet? Well, not I was like. Just say. I think it just went poorly. Apparently, when Mike. No, not Mike. I think it was uh, the writer met him mm-hmm. to talk about this. They asked him if it was a love letter to a woman, and he was like, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Um, but. The dog thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Apparently, the, the version of the events we see in the movie are very toned down because apparently in the book, the it's dog gets brutally m- murdered or tortured, I guess, in front of uh, Aoyama. When oh, it's, like, on the well, floor. That, I'm glad we didn't see that because yeah. seeing the dead cried. dog was enough. So you were complaining about how it looked so fake. Why, aren't you glad you got that yeah, instead dude, of the dog being like- I would have like, fucking cried. I... That would have been awful. Was it? We were just talking the other day at work. I was like, I don't do well with animal deaths. Yeah. I cried at All Dogs Go to Heaven. And <laughs> that wasn't true. really supposed to be that. a sad movie. It's kind of a sad movie. I Well, like, it's sad, but it's supposed to be like, oh, like, don't worry. They all go to heaven and they play <laughs> with each other. And it's supposed to be like, you know, yeah, this the ending of, of that movie sad. I don't fucking remember I've never the seen ending. that movie. Really? I mean, it's it made me cry as a kid he when I was He dies to save a orphan girl. Oh. oh, fuck. That is sad. For the second time, because he comes back, Aww. learns a valuable lesson, and then dies. Yeah, I blocked that child. out of my memory. I guess. <laughs> awesome. Maybe that was a little. That movie's kind of all over the place. Too much but it, trauma. It's pretty good. On top of, yeah. Everything else. <laughs> That's all I got for my notes. So <sighs> if anyone else wants to say anything, I've got nothing. Or else we can to wrap say. it up. I have talked my ass off this episode. I'm done. <laughs> I just think it was. I think it was a really good movie. Ben 
was right that I liked it. It's I was excited going into it. I'm so mm-hmm. glad you once, liked it. But because once of I found my chemical out romance, though. Because I sort of already had like a bit yeah. of an idea. That that music video has some pictures. Yeah, I'm show probably things kind of late. I'm and probably gonna rewatch it and see how much what I notice. Y- oh, you'll like, notice what's recreation because that scene where he's getting stabbed in the tongue in his whole body. Yeah. I recognize that from the music video. Yeah, there's for some sure. Stuff. Um, but I yeah, it made me feel a little bit better having. A tiny yeah, bit I know, of an idea. You were idea. trying to reassure Bob, and you're like, "It's in the music video. Don't worry." It's <laughs> like it's in the music video. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, Was the dog getting brutalized in the music n- video? No. no. Oh. No, I don't. I just watched it too. So. Yeah, we were watching nice. it while you went to the bathroom. But yeah, no, I thought it was. I know I said it frustrates me when you can't really tell what's dream sequence and like what's real, but I think also it added a little factor. I mean, it leaves, yeah. it leaves so much room for the analyzation. Interpretation and analyzing. And, yeah. I did like that. Like, I liked hearing your ideas and being like, maybe there wasn't an actual sack. Maybe it was, like, metaphorical of her baggage. I always like that when you can it walk It kind of mind fucks me a bit. And it stresses me out. But, you know, it's okay. Yeah. It was a good movie. I, I didn't, after the Poughkeepsie tapes today... <laughs> Is this is this the the better film? Oh of the night? God, this is the better film by far. Plus, this was a movie I had already wanted to watch years ago. That you forgot about. So that I forgot about because uh, I wasn't many. I mean, would you have made it through this movie by yourself? Um. Well, maybe if she was yeah. awake. Okay. If she was tired. No. Yeah, I would have made it by myself. I would have had to sort of guess with the needle stuff when they you were, were just done close with your it. eyes. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't matter what kind of movie it is. I don't fuck with needles. Me either. Even when my mom would watch, like, like hospital soap operas, if mm. I saw needles, like, I would get woozy. But yeah, this is something I would honestly watch again. It was a good movie. Like, I genuinely really enjoyed it. I think... I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank God think, you enjoyed it. I think Especially because <laughs> this is the one you picked for me. Yeah. Well, I also just picked it for me. I, okay, You're kind of well, like... Well, we don't need to remember that. I was trying to ask like what curated. what you wanted, and you weren't like anything specific. And I was like, I wonder how fucked up I can get and still not feel bad about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's a good movie? And I was like, oh yeah, audition's great, and it gets pretty pretty yeah. bad at the end. I liked it, but I think it's a nice introduction to J horror. You've mm-hmm. never seen oh, Japanese yeah, horror. Oh yeah, I agree, Bob. I know you haven't. I haven't, um, but I I would say this is a good introduction. But it, it's nice because it introduces you to a lot of the stylistic elements, but not the cliches because. Most of Japanese horror is very grounded in the supernatural and yokai and stuff. So yeah, that's what I, I was like expecting was, going in. It was really mild, and so it's uh, it's a mild. lot different. Yeah, but that's kind of nice. Ooh. I liked it. Yeah, I'm glad. Bobby liked it. I get to. Yeah, no, it was really good. Leave on a good note. That's good. That is good. Um, Still gonna be terrified going to bed tonight. You'll who, be fine. Who would you recommend it to? Um, I think anybody who just wants to get into foreign horror. I feel like this is a good jumping off point. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good like starter movie. It's if it's you will. it's very um like you said mild in terms of like Content it's a wild movie because a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. But it's very mild in terms of actual like story mm-hmm. storytelling. I, yeah. Not it's mi- easy I, what's to the follow word I'm looking? It's it's palatable. It's very it's a very palatable movie on mm-hmm. the surface. Maybe the way I would say it is it's it's not super graphic. No. I mean the endings feels graphic. It is yeah. But it's yeah. not visually super graphic. No, because you don't see you a lot of it. You mostly don't see it. I mean, even, like, when she's cutting off that guy's head. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... They could have made that so much more disgusting. 
Like it's shot romantically. It's just blood. Like <laughs> which take that as you will. There could be veins and yeah, but blood it's not vessel, bloody, bloody. It's yeah. just there's a line of blood around his throat. Yeah, yeah. and, and his head same off. thing with the feet. It's you know like it's just yeah. a line of blood. Like, I would say it's tasteful gore. Yeah, it's yeah, not overdone. Sure. It's not gross for gross's sake. It's there to express for an express purpose, and it does it yeah. what it's supposed yeah. to do, and that's fine. That's something I hate. Like. When, I mean, even TV shows. Have you watched The Boys? Yes. On Amazon Prime? I love The Boys. I love that show, but so much of the gore is just to be gory. That's, see, that's my favorite part. Like, I love watching people just get annihilated see, in that that's, show. See, that's I know, fun like, if, if, that what, if that's what you want, and yeah. that's what it's designed around being. But if it's not, it can be jarring. In this show, if it had, or in this in the show, in Sometimes, this movie, if it had been like that, it would have been cheap. It would have felt dumb. It wouldn't have made sense yeah. for the tone of the movie. But for the boys, I think it totally fits the tone of the show. It does, but sometimes I'm like, all right, that was because Butcher's always just like, ah, fuck you, cunts. I think her point it's is just sometimes yeah. it goes you know. too far. Yeah, sometimes mm. it's just unnecessary, and it feels like you could have put something meaningful there, or like metaphorical, or something that had more context. That's fair. And added to the story. That's completely fair. And instead, you wanted. To include like some innards, yeah, like yeah, but, I don't know, but I, I think it, they did it well. I think for this film, it it's not super gory, right? No, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's basically just a drama film. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's almost bordering the traditional elements of horror you'd associate it with. So if you're not super in the horror, and you're kind of into something else, you get to watch something that's almost a horror and kind of almost just a traditional foreign film. Yeah, so it's like a nice mix. I think that's a nice intro to Japanese horror. I I agree with that. I think that's a very very that. good. It's uh, not a good place to jump super off. Super into supernatural stuff. Yeah, which you kind of have the background for. I feel like the storyline was also pretty easy to follow. Which yeah. oh yeah, with it being in a different language, that's kind of exactly what you need. You don't want anything that needs too much interpretation in the dialogue itself. Although we watched this on Screenbox and the it was laggy. The it translation was not match up. The translation was fine. You were right. It, the dialogue doesn't match the text all the yeah. time. There would be times where there would be like subtitles at the bottom, but the character literally would Hadn't not be said saying it yet. anything. Yeah, and you would read it before it, they said it. It's so yeah. that later stuff they would say would line up, but sometimes the first or last uh, sentence yeah. wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It's a little jarring, but I mean, I got over the it. The original version I watched was on Shutter. Yeah, that lined up very well. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just this version. Mm-hmm. I assume if you you really want this film you can buy it on blu-ray and i'm yeah. sure it's probably doesn't have that issue yeah um but yeah if you're into foreign films i'd recommend this any other i'd say maybe psychological yeah psychological yeah. if you're into psychological horror this is definitely up there because a lot of the beginning of the movie is kind of you really don't know what's gonna happen yeah. or what is going on it's very interesting seeing the setup and then the the breakdown yeah definitely and then um you want to see a killer woman movie yeah 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 you don't see a whole lot of those. <sighs> That's wow. why I want to watch Rectory. Well, today we saw a male serial killer mm-hmm. and yeah. also a female serial killer. So yeah. equality. Yeah. <laughs> equality. <laughs> equality. Yeah. That's what I'll take away from this episode. Do you guys have any more Rex? <laughs> nah. Nah? I don't think I have any. I mean, I just think it's overall, if you want to watch a good movie, good, good movie. Good film. Good job. Just a really, film. really, really well-made movie that I enjoy. All right. Yeah. Abby? Yeah. Rating? I would say fuck, either four or four and a half out of five. We got you. Probably four. Okay. We'll go four to be safe. Why? Like I said, they did like the dream sequence reality kind of shots really well, but that's just not not your my thing. Kind of preference. That's completely um, fair. I don't know. I felt like some of the reactions 
didn't really add up like when the son gets home and he's like oh my god dad what happened his fucking feeder cut well, off. He's he got couldn't see the feet. He could just him. see the needles on his face. Yeah. That could have been a weird sex thing. Yeah, but That's either true. way. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but how much does he know about his dad's sex life to where he's coming home and he's like, hey, dad could just be doing something freaky tonight. Also, I don't know. I he feel like could have just been in be. shock. I mean, yeah, I would be in shock. For us, it's know. a long period of time because it cuts between the kid and then dream sequences. Yeah. It was legitimately half a second, and then she comes out of the door behind him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt like some of the reactions and dialogue was that's fine. not really fitting. Your review is completely... Yeah, I mean, my it's your opinion. Is my review yeah. I don't. And that's that. What do you think, Bob? Five. I, I, I have, five. I have nothing I can complain about about this movie, because my only complaint was it's slow, but then the end of the movie makes up for it. Yeah. I have... There's nothing... In it seems slow for a reason. Yeah, it's slow. It's slow for a reason. It's slow because it needs to be. It's a long film, but it, it's it feels long, like it should be that length. It's fine, honestly. I think my big thing, and I think we've kind of touched on it, is if you were to watch this movie from start to end and you did not want to extrapolate or anything like that and you didn't want to do any extra thinking, you can have fun. You can have fun. It's still a good movie. It's still enjoyable. It's easy to follow. I like the writing. I think I think most of the dialogue is okay. I like the dog. Gang's my favorite character in the whole Gangu. movie. Yeah. He's so cool, little guy. Just a little dog. I love him. Until he's dead. Until he gets got. It's a, and then he's I think not it's a female cool. beast. Is, is it? I don't I know. I have no she idea. Had a ton of nipples. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I, yeah. I, I didn't notice. Because she had the, the. I don't oh. think she was spayed either. Yeah. Um, mm. I didn't think about that. Did not notice. But also, if you don't want to do that and you want to sit down and break apart a movie piece by piece, you could totally do that with this film. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. really Which nice is having the option. Awesome. This is the opposite. This has had opposite nope syndrome. Nope was like, I, there was something about it that just didn't mesh with my mind that I didn't like. Yeah. This one, I'm like, holy shit, I could like write a paper on this movie. Like, I, this is so cool. All right, fair enough. I'm having a blast over here. I like this movie a lot. I know. I can tell. This is the first time I I think I've actually seen you smile since I've been here today. <laughs> well, that first movie <laughs> fucked me up. Um, and I've been here nearly nine hours. Yeah, it takes yeah. a while to record these. Sorry. So, oh no, I don't care. I'm just saying that's how long I've been here. Yeah. And this is like the first time I've seen you <laughs> well, genuinely happy. It's especially funny because he vomited during this. But it was a movie. <laughs> no, but most oh, people. Oh, but when I said it earlier, I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, oh, I did not. Say, no, no, no. I did not. No, I never Bob said, said it was bad. He not, threw up. It not that it was that bad. a bad. Not that it was like, a bad movie. Hard to watch. Graphically intense for my eyeballs. <laughs> oh no! I also, know. I was saying. Okay. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, you don't get the complaint that it wasn't that bad because you closed your eyes for okay. large sequences ben, in the film. But Ben, I would do the same thing for fucking Grey's Anatomy if there okay. were needles. Well, then Doesn't that's bad matter for you what too. it is. It's, it's no, subjective, it isn't. right? I, no. Abby, you need to go watch Halloween too. Specifically, yeah. watch the scene with Doctor Mixter in it. Why? Doctor Mixter. Doctor Mixter. Why? You'll enjoy it. That's why. Me, no, I don't me, think I me, will. Let me do a math equation for you. I don't think I will. Eyeball plus needle. Oh, Bob. F- it's <sighs> bad. It's why all- would you recommend that to me? It's a good. It's, it's a, not. We should watch Halloween too. Good movie. That is true. I uh, okay, but you gotta warn me when the eyeball scene's coming up, because okay. otherwise I will throw up and not in the trash can. When Aww. they're looking for Doctor Mixter. Yeah, when that's all you need for to do- know. All right. Janet it's, walks well, into his office. It's small. You don't really see it. It's mostly off screen. If I ever watch it. You should. Good movie. I will know. I think. Yeah, no, I'm fuck also needles. I'm going to give this a five. 
Yes. Now, I want to say okay, this well now. Okay, now I feel lame for giving it a four. That's okay. No, you, why, what? No, your opinion's valid. Yeah, totally. Your opinion's valid. We Thanks. have guests on the show because- Thanks, guys. We, I appreciate yeah. it. You also rate differently than we do. Yeah, like we have yeah. a very different- um, I tend to be pretty technical you. with it. You tend, you've been very, like, how does this make me feel? Yeah. yeah. That's perfectly valid. I'm a very feeling person, yeah. you know? I'm going to rate this a five. Yeah. Uh, before yeah. I do, I want to mention this. I'm going to mention it eventually on a wrap-up. This is officially, I think, going to be my second five. Yeah. For Beware the Board. I yeah. rated Nope a five. Yeah. That is because I forgot we had, we're doing halves. I forgot that you forgot. And I would have done a 4.5. Yeah. So this is me. We're retroactively changing Retroactively changing, changing it. it. Yeah. Changing our mind. Or he's changing his mind. Yeah. I'm not changing my mind. I because, felt how I felt well, about that Well, he gave movie. it a 4.5 too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'll mention that on the, the wrap-up. But yeah, this is a five. I mean, I think it, it takes the concept, which is a three, and it does it well. And then yeah, I did not expect this movie to go where it went, and it was super cool. Elevates that kind of beyond what the concept should be, which is a four for me. But then it just does enough to be perfect doing it. Like, there's extra stuff. You can go home. You can talk about it. We can tear it apart and argue about how a scene plays out. Yeah. Like, it's got, so cool. It got Bob the vomit, That's I which cannot, I was not expecting. I, I didn't expect it either it. until she started puking in a bowl and feeding it to a man. And then I yeah. could not handle it. But yeah, It was I, mostly the color and the texture. It that was, was messing so with me. soupy. It was so soupy. <laughs> it was and it looked, soupy. It looked like someone had taken like a can of like cream of chicken and thinned it out real thin. <laughs> yeah. Ew. But I it mean, was the needles that made me almost throw up. But you know what? I held it in. You did good. All right, thank That's you. That's because you closed your eyes. <laughs> Fence, yes. Stop being so but, but but she's never gonna sound. come back and be a guest again. I if you don't be quit mean. shitting on her. I wouldn't be mean except for the fact that she's like, it wasn't that scary. I closed my eyes and couldn't look, Fence, but it wasn't that because scary. Because it's needles. Okay, it doesn't matter. And no, I'm understanding. I, I just am not understanding. Dude, I was laughing when scary. she was fucking sawing off his foot. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I was recoiling in fear, and she was laughing. But so. I guess yeah. if Bob says that he's afraid of the ocean, and then we watch a scary ocean movie, and he goes, "It's not scary because it's the ocean, and I'm afraid of the ocean." That doesn't make sense. You're afraid of needles. That's fine. But that that's just it's what's scary for you. It's not a needle movie. Oh, that's not, what I'm is there a su- <laughs> not how that works. There's not a subgenre that's needle movies. Here's what I'm saying. Yes, there was a scene that scared me. Yeah, but overall, it wasn't a scary movie. Maybe not. Like you can you can have overall, like overall, yeah. You can have like a really happy movie. But the but scariness like in this film one. is very concentrated in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. which I think is great. But it's like I don't think it was same. like overall super scary. Yeah, creepy yeah. and disturbing, sure. But I wouldn't say scary like oh my god, this is going to give me nightmares. Um, I will already have those. Do not right. need that. Well, five because. Yeah. Takes the concept of man meets woman and she's like a serial killer. Escalates it to probably better than that concept should be. Way adds better. Adds a lot of depth. Than, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it takes that whole thing and then adds a, ch- a ton of extra stuff. Yeah. Um, that works and really takes it to that about as perfect as this film could possibly be. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's anything they could have changed that would have made me like it more. I, c- I can see why it's a foundation for J-Horror. Yeah. It, it um, totally really hits I mean, that bar that The Exorcist hit. 24 years oh, yeah. later. Yeah. Was, I guess we're going to go to the outtakes now. Yeah. I guess yeah. we're going to go to the outtakes, we everybody. Our and our, our reviews. Anything else to add about the uh, film? Oh, no. Hold on. One point. It's not. It's it's a funny. It's a funny. Oh, from the beginning funny. of the movie. The movie opens uh-huh. after the time skip of his wife has died. It's yeah. seven years later, and it's him and his son fishing. Yeah. And my God, <laughs> did I have a heart attack at the start of this you movie. You thought it was going to be an ocean movie. Because I thought this motherfucker hit me with another ocean movie <laughs> in in a board with no oceans. <laughs> and I was the, so fucking mad. He's walking away with the fish, and you go, what is that? 
I was so I was like, scared. I was like, Bobby's catching a fish. <laughs> is he, though? And I was like, the fish is in his I hand. didn't know what he was going to drag yeah, out of the water. Yeah, he caught a fish. Yeah, but, Bob, you were saying that after they were already walking <laughs> away. I don't know like, what could have been inside that fish. fish. He was holding the fish, and they're Abby, like, last time in a movie someone caught a fish, it was full of man-eating parasites. Yeah, they did come out of the All fish. All right, well, that's somewhere. why I did not pick parasites. They, wait, I didn't pick parasites either. <laughs> that was under a different category. Yeah, that was under this category. <sighs> Whack. We got one more in this gross. category. I know. It's, Ooh, it's weird. Are you going to pick it next time? Absolutely not. Can we finish it? No. That'd be cool, though. No, finish it, it before I, we even get to parasites. Mm-mm. I really can't wait to find out what number two on pseudo. <laughs> you could is. be nice to Abby. I could be nice to Abby. Really help I could. Her out. I could. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. I she am came waiting on the show in out of the kindness of her heart, and you I could help her. I cleared out. room in my very busy schedule for you. It's fair. So you could have been asleep every she weekend, asleep. which is actually I pretty stay valid. I at home and do nothing. <laughs> that takes up a lot of time. Except for this weekend. Except yeah. we decided to do everything. Yeah. Yeah, I just crammed everything in this weekend. In the one weekend it's this right <laughs> yeah. now. Okay. Seven hours of sleep across an entire weekend. Awesome. It fucking sucks. <sighs> outtakes. And yeah, I think uh I think we're gonna go to the outtakes, everybody. We'll right. uh we'll see you in a minute. Bye. Hello everyone, welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of the audition so far. I didn't really know what to expect going into this movie, but I really, really, really enjoyed it. Without further ado, let's get into the outtakes for this episode. This first clip is my reaction to the cold open, where we see Iwama and his son fishing, and I was really, really, really scared that it was going to be another ocean movie. I'll kill you. Why? (laughs) <laughs> what is he about to pull out of this fucking water, Ben? A fish? That ain't no fish. It's a fish. But it's literally Look, a it's fish. in his hand. Mm, I don't believe it. <gasps> oh, all right, we're good. It was in his hand. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> Bob's afraid of fish. <laughs> no, I'm afraid of the ocean. This next outtake is a conversation that we had during the movie about dinosaurs, trains, and Pokemon. Look, the phone. The phone. The phone is ringing. Oh. Ah, oh. it's the dinosaurs. It's the dino kid. <laughs> Bro, has this guy ever seen Jurassic Park? He'd lose his shit. Dude, dino kid might be a little special. All right, come on, man. Dude, this kid's 15. Maybe mm-hmm. he's into, like, geography. Maybe he just likes dinosaurs, bro. I know, but, like, there's a certain type who's this into dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, fuck. No offense, I like dinosaurs, but, like, mm. I think I prefer trains. <laughs> trains. <laughs> <laughs> It's only funny to me and you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like being left out. I just, I like the kid being like, ah, she's closer to my age than yours. Yeah. Have you proposed to her? They've been on maybe a date. Uh, No, almost all those scenes were in different restaurants. 
Did you not notice the restaurants were changing? I'm so dumb. You're right. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> put that together. No, uh, you're right. It's it's still going very quickly, but why is it so smoky right there in his room? That's a dumb TV show, by the way. Dude, this kid's room's really cool, though. Not as cool as mine. Yeah, you have a dog in yours. Yeah, I have a dog. You literally got Bill's PC from Pokemon loaded up with Dino Fossils. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> 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 Why would you make a fucking Pokemon reference like that? Like, of all the things you could have referenced in Pokemon, you meant reference the fucking PC? Yeah. Jesus. Did you see, like what's, the, what's the timestamp on the audio over there? This next clip is our reaction to the funny name of the bar that Asami used to work at, as well as our, my reaction to the first sort of dreamlike sequence that we get, where we see a tongue, three fingers, and an ear flopping around in a puddle of blood. The name of that bar is literally Stonefish. So? I. What? I just think it's interesting. You motherfucker. Withholding information. No, no, I'm just, I'm being literal. That sign just says stonefish. Oh, I guess you can't read Japanese, huh? Yeah, that is pretty funny. This like, is the darkest, quietest bar I've ever seen. Like, it, like it's not like a, like a name. It literally just means a fish made out of stone. It's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> Why does that guy sound like that? <laughs> what? That was the most. <laughs> okay, now he's gonna come back around. Oh, that guy actually just sounds like that. Okay, cool. His forehead looks like he has a second mouth up there. Yeah, kinda. He's just got like a little dent. It's the light too is reflecting off of it. His face it's is shiny. Basically, if Piper was a human Japanese man. <laughs> the more this man learns about this woman that he's in love with, is it's bad. Ew. Ah. Ooh, what the fuck? This next clip is our reaction to the man missing three fingers, an ear, and a tongue, escaping from the sack, and being fed barf by Asami. Torturing this man? Well, no, it's a blowjob, Bob. No, now it's I know. the girlfriend. Yeah. This this sucks. This is very confusing. I don't think it's very confusing. Oh, what the fuck? <clears throat> now she's just a, a sack. And he tripped over it. I don't know if this is confusing more as it's just fucking weird. Well, remember he he's passed out right now. Yeah. It's all a dream or something. Dreams and reality mixed together. What is it, Inception? Jesus. Never seen that, but, you know, I know what it's about. That's a dream and a dream. Nah, it's safe. It's just a sack. Mm, I would open it. Cause who knows? This might not be real. Mm. It might have, might not have. <laughs> oh my fuck you! What? What God the fuck is in there? Damn! What the fuck is in there? I don't know. About to find out. What the fuck? Said, so "Who is?" Oh, that? he's not gonna have any legs. His legs are gonna be gone. Not his no, legs. he's got legs. Just not his oh! feet. No feet. That's awesome. That's so cool. Is he missing fingers too? Yeah. Oh, three fingers and a tongue. Oh god. Yeah, three fingers oh, god. and a tongue. Three fingers and a tongue. 
How the fuck did he get out of the sack? It wasn't tied very tight. It was not tied very tight. Oh, is she puking? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, but why? Why is she puking? <laughs> hey, Bob, it's you. <laughs> what is she holding? That would be a doggy bowl. The dog bowl. <laughs> oh my god! Oh! Three extra feet. An extra. Oh, she's oh! gonna. Oh! She's gonna feed him barf. Throw up. That's so gross, Ew! dude. Oh! Ah! Oh, that. That's disgusting. That's really, really gross, Ben. <laughs> oh, gross! What? <laughs> Yummy! <laughs> It's impressive that he manages to say it without a tongue. Oh, <laughs> it's look, it's it's a little asami. I threw up. That's really fucking gross. Oh God, why is she little now? <sighs> oh, ah! he's back. That's real cool. Cool. <laughs> This next clip is our reaction to watching Asami take a wire saw and remove her ex-ballet teacher's head. What, do, what the fuck? What is going on? Oh, is that garage? Is she gonna? Oh, no! Oh. Don't, don't garage well, this man. No, oh, no! I mean, he deserves it. Like, he oh, sucks. No. That's not a garage. Is that oh, barbed wire? No. That's a wire saw. Same oh, thing. No. Oh, no. no, it oh, is no. not. A wire saw has oh, barbs no. on it for sawing through things. Yeah, this is going to be fucking gross. How did he not know she was coming? Well, I think he's submitting. I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he's aware. Oh. Yeah. oh she's going to she's gonna Beyblade his fucking head off. Fucking let that shit rip, baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm awake now. I was <laughs> awake after I threw up, but, you know. Oh, ah! God damn. Yeah. This is going to be horrible, Ben. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Benjamin. Oh, it's okay, the, guys. the flesh tear. <coughs> Ew. Oh, I don't know what it is about this movie, but I could see this in uh, any other situation and be fine. But something about <laughs> oh. this woman. This next clip is our reaction to finding out that Asami killed Ayama's dog gang. Rest in peace, my little friend. Oh, I told you. Come on. That was the dumbest fucking looking dead animal I've ever seen. Its head was on backwards. Yeah, she ripped. I mean, she snapped its neck. Why? This next clip is our reaction to watching Asami fill Ayama with acupuncture needles. Oh, God. Oh, God. Look at needle. Oh, it's so Whoa! long! <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <sighs> don't, right. don't, oh, don't put oh. that anywhere. Don't you dare. You can enjoy the pain. Okay, Ben, I'm turning away. Let me know when the needle's no, gone. Ashley. No. No, Ab You sound like my mom. My sister's name is Ashley. Oh! 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 Just watch. No! Just ah! No! No! Ah! No! 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 Ah! Oh wait, that 
That part's, oh. that part's in the <sighs> MCR music video. Yeah, oh, my okay. fucking lord. It's okay. okay, Abby. Whew. It's it's just part of the MCR music video. It's okay. <laughs> I don't like the fact that she just put a needle through his tongue, man. Hey, it's just like getting your tongue pierced. Exactly. I don't want that to happen either. It didn't go all the way through. It just went partially. Oh, through. But look that how was big fucking the on that foul. <gasps> uh. Oh, look. Oh, that's so many. Acupuncture needles. Oh, that's she's just giving him some nice acupuncture. I'm yeah. sure that's yeah. all it is, Abby. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Oh, God, dude. I hate you. <laughs> Why are you fucking putting your fists up like you're going to fight them? Because I'm going to fight him. <laughs> Making me watch this shit. Bob, this movie really isn't that bad. It's hey. really not hey, that bad. Hey, Bob, look. Where? Oh! Oh, oh my God. <coughs> Wait for it. Oh, I don't like the sound. I don't like the sound either. <laughs> Remember the noise I was making earlier? Oh, oh. I'm not looking. Oh, I refuse. Oh no, dude, I'll fucking throw up. I'm it's not looking. Nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's okay. Fine. Okay. Okay. We're good. You keep saying this isn't that bad, but you get closing your eyes and not watching it. Because it's needles. So I don't fuck with needles. Bad. I don't either. I think his point is you're not allowed to say it's not bad and then not watch it. It it could literally be live action Cinderella. If I see needles, I'm losing my shit. Well, then it's bad. This next clip is our reaction to watching Asami take a wire saw and begin removing one of Ayama's feet. Oh, she's doing the same thing she did to the other guy. I, I keep. She can take moving. his feet off with the wire thing again. Come on. At least I was trying to see if that was like the used one or if that was a new one. I can't tell. I think it's probably the same one. Why would you have multiple? Well, the other I don't know. It looks new. It's like shiny. The other time was a dream sequence, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. That whole scene kind of confused me. Uh-huh. You know what? Can, uh, every time it pans oh. to his eyes with the needles, bro. Yeah, it's... Oh, it's this angle gross. is... This angle is fucking... Blah, hellish. I don't like the way she's fucking smiling at all. She's this. so into this, and that is not make it makes me uncomfortable. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah! For some reason, that doesn't bother me. Really? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> fucking look at her. She's no. having the time of her life. Oh God. <laughs> she's fucking laughing. She's smiling. This final clip is Abby's reaction to the credits. She got really angry that the movie just ended. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How is she like, oh, you're so warm-hearted. You tried to accept me. But that's why I fucking paralyzed you. Stabbed needles in your face. And then sawed your foot off. And then sawed your feet off. And killed your dog. And killed your dog and was going to kill your son. Yep. It's because I really liked you. That's what it was. Dude, fucking crazy bitch. Is that the end of the movie? Yep. Yup. That's the fucking end of the movie? Yup. Uh-huh. Why? That's it. Well, it's resolved. She's fucking paralyzed. What the fuck? Yay! <sighs> All right. Yeah, I do too.
Oh, no, right. no, no. I'm fucking pissed. Why was that the end of the movie? Why not? I want some results. That was, that was results. No. That was in the movie. What else are they going to show at? <sighs> I don't know. Something more than that. Like, she goes, she goes to prison. Hi everybody, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes for this episode. Uh, they were pretty pretty good, I think at least. I think we had a lot of good screams. It was, a lot of synchronized screaming. The funniest ones were probably the ones where me and Abby <laughs> both screamed at the same time because we both had the same reaction. Oh my god. So good. I feel like <laughs> there isn't a lot of screaming, but the screams that we do have are good. Yeah, that's how I feel most time, honestly. Like A lot of the recent movies we're watching haven't really been scaring me, scaring me. Except for, like, The Bay, which fucking mortified me. Very different. Bob didn't like The Bay. No, it was not a good time. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we announcing, Ben? I got an announcement. Doing a Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. It'll come out on Valentine's Day. I don't know what the movie is, but we're going to do it. Yeah. That's, that's our announcement. That's the only announcement. Other than that, follow us on Twitter, at Beware the Board. I post all the updates for the podcast there. Links to polls if we have them. Links to every episode. You know, for some reason we don't announce an episode and it gets put out, it'll be linked there. Everything yeah. will be on our Twitter. Or if you want to do something that actually matters, go check us out on YouTube where we currently have all our stuff because we're not on Spotify. Yeah. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Um, go are, on there. We are working on it vigilantly. Go strike the bells. <laughs> smash <laughs> smash your like buttons. Assault it. Oh yeah. god! Um, don't don't assault anyone. That's you rude. know pull a. I feel like I'm listening to 2015. Pull an and just like inject it with needles. Just Ow. get that. What the fuck? Get that heck, view count man? up. No, what is wrong? Chop with off you? its feet so it can't run Fucking away and just sadist? keep smashing that button. Oh my lord! Don't do any of the things he recommended just now. Well, it'll help you our analytics. Land in prison. <laughs> it's, it's a YouTube page. I don't know. That still feels it like... It doesn't have feelings. <laughs> really fucking aggressive. I feel like somebody could still file for assault. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, just um, that like button. <laughs> if you all have any recommendations for movies you want us to watch or you think we should review, leave them in the comments so that Ben can find them and find time for us to watch them. If you have any recommendations for the random category of the board, leave them in the comments as well. We have a new format for selecting the random. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. But we'd still need your recommendations, so leave them if you have them. I think that's about wraps it up for me, Ben. I think we're done with this week's episode. The special, I mean. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, my special. Abby's special. Yeah, Abby is now going to be gone, so. Not yeah. forever. Hopefully. Uh, I just, mm, you know. I'm going to be gone. Oh, dead. no. <laughs> oh, no. Guess we're going to need a new supervisor. That sucks. It's okay. I'll that's see you guys eventually. in, Oh lord. what, oh, like 21 God. hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have work. Yeah. That's going to be uh, awesome. See you guys at work tomorrow. <sighs> And the and day after that. Until next time. time. And the day after that. Have a good week. Have a nice Friday, everyone. Or an okay one. Or if an you okay don't want to have a good one. Well, you know, I'm not going to make you make any choices you don't want to I'm not going to force anything on anyone. So have the <sighs> week you would like to have. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 And remember, always beware the board. <laughs>